This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. Oops, sorry. Oh, hey, guys. How (laughs) are you? And Mark, yeah. All right. And uh, it is the show. You can call in, talk about whatever you want. Again, 800-259-9231 is the number you need. Brought to you by SACL CAI. Uh, Lots to talk about tonight. I mentioned an immigration story recently, and I want to make sure that we get a chance to cover it. So I'm going to start out with it tonight, because normally the way this show works, when it's working well, is you call in, you talk about anything. We never have a chance to get to any show prep. So if I want to get something out there, I have to do it in the first segment. And it is from the uh, Des Moines Register, DesMoinesRegister.com. The largest workplace raid in Iowa history resulted on Monday in the arrest of more than 300 people and reignited the debate over immigration. As two law enforcement helicopters hovered overhead, dozens of federal agents descended on Agriprocessors Incorporated, the nation's largest kosher slaughterhouse. The 300 people arrested represent almost one-third of the plant's 968 workers, and federal officials said the number of arrests could increase. The number's three times as many as were arrested in a raid 18 months ago at the Swift plant in Marshalltown. 300 people arrested in one sweep on one business. I can't imagine even how they process that many people. Probably very slowly. In Iowa? <laughs> very know? slowly. They, they pen them all up, Mark, and they take them at their leisure, I'm sure. But this is a kosher slaughterhouse? Don't they all have to be Jewish? <laughs> I don't think so. Do they keep their meat money with their milk money? I don't know what all the, the rules are there, okay. but uh, months in planning, Monday's raid involved 16 local, state, and federal agencies led by U.S. Immigrations and Customs Enforcement, ICE. They executed search warrants related to criminal activity, as well as a civil search warrant for people believed to be in the United States illegally. About 200 protesters on Monday evening filled the sidewalk in front of the gates of the National Cattle Congress Fairgrounds, where those arrested were being taken by bus. They chanted, we have rights, waved signs that said, among other things, honk for human rights. Father Niels Hernandez of the Immaculate Conception Parish in Cedar Rapids came to Waterloo after he heard about the raid. He said, this is inhumane. The protesters were faced with half a dozen people who shouted, send them back! To which the crowd responded, we have a right to be here, too. I'm glad there were only a half a dozen people that came out to protest the protesters in this case. Those who were supporting the uh, half a dozen people were the ones supporting the raids, while a few hundred people were against the raids. I don't think uh, most people understand the, why it is. What, what's what's at stake here um, in this immigration battle that's going on? What it sounds to them like is there's a bunch of lawbreakers out there who uh, want to take over our country and uh, don't want to adapt to our uh, way of life. But... What they don't know, what they're, what they're not seeing, what's the biggest picture here is a war on immigration is a war on the American people in the same way that the war on drugs is a war on the American people. Mm-hmm. In the same way that the war on poverty is a war on the, the American people. Because in order to wage the war on poverty, you have to tax in order to give to the uh, – tax heavily in order to give to the, uh, the poor people. And you have to take away some rights for security. Yep. In order to uh, – when it comes to the war on drugs – you know, the Fourth Amendment's basically been torn to pieces over this uh, war on drugs, and that's what's going to happen with the war on immigration. They're going to want to be able to – they're going to have to check. Uh, you know, they're going to make 
uh, businesses, fill out all kinds of forms. You're going to have to hire, essentially hire a new person on, and, and that's not cheap. Payroll oh. is the most expensive part in oh. most businesses. Yeah, exactly. And, and the idea in America of, of a private business having to check with the government before they can hire somebody is, is completely absurd. Yeah, it's pretty anathema to what the, the concept of liberty is all about. In a free uh, country. The idea that you have to ask permission right. from that's some concept, bureaucrats. That's a concept of central planning. That's right. what the Soviet Union was all about. Now, they were bad at it, and we're probably going to be better at it, and that's only a bigger problem. Mm, yeah. Well, this is a problem here because it is really showing the uh, the level of increase as far as the severity of these raids. This is huge. 300 people rounded up in one raid, one incident, and then trucked off to some fairgrounds? Trucked off to be held like dogs, held like animals. Just, just terrible. You, you don't treat human beings like this. This is awful. Well, we don't look, at, as Americans, we don't look at foreigners as human beings. We really don't. Um, well, we, I do. I, I know you do. But generally, that's, when you hear do about... You? Yeah, I do. Okay, so when, don't say we. When you hear um, about America, when you hear about the news, you know, you hear about a plane crash over in Bangladesh, and then you hear, you know, 400 people killed... There were two Americans on board. Why do you why do you suppose they say that? To to separate. Yeah, I mean, there's there's the rest of the human the riffraff out there the uh, the the detritus the, the unwashed uh, masses. Yep, the brown people they're all over. Um, and then there's Americans. Well, same with war. When they talk about the war casualties, they're talking about how many Americans killed as, as if they're the only human beings being killed in this war. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about the hundreds of thousands of Iraqis? Some have estimated even a million. Right. Uh, and certainly there have been a million Iraqis that have died over the last couple decades of intervention over there. The federal search warrant said immigration officials had filed almost 700 complaints about immigration violations and criminal activity by workers at the Pottsville plant. The activity spans a two-year period, and some workers face multiple allegations. Federal officials allege that as many as three-fourths of the company's workers at the end of last year were using fraudulent Social Security numbers. Last week, or excuse me, not last week, last November, the search warrant said, ICE agents interviewed a former agriprocessor supervisor who said some employees were running a methamphetamine lab in the plant and were bringing weapons to work. Now, that seems pretty outrageous. That is strange. Are you kidding me? You're running proof a, of this? A meth- no. Okay. It's just an allegation from a former supervisor. Crazy, crazy How could allegation. You, look, I don't know a lot about meth, but I do know one thing. I know manufacturing it stinks. Yeah. It smells bad. Are you telling me you could run a a uh, a meth lab? I understand it's a manufacturing plant, so I'm sure there's all kinds of scents around there. But meth? Wouldn't that smell a little out of place to anybody that's been working there it's for a really while? It's really smelly. Right. And the uh, the supervisor, if he figures out that there's a meth lab being run, what's he he keep he kept his mouth shut? He didn't go up to the the management and let him know that. I mean, that's the most absurd allegation. Anyway. Uh, According to the story here, another source alleged worker abuse. In one case, a supervisor covered the eyes of an employee with duct tape and struck him with a meat hook. What? <laughs> the worker, who'd entered the country illegally from Guatemala, was, this not, happens. was not seriously injured. He declined to report the incident for fear of losing his job. Right. See, this is how we create a new slave class in America. Well, they created it. But, but yes, I did This is it. how the government has created for uh, large businesses a, a new slave class. They, because they come here, they they want so badly to have a better life for their kids. They want to be able to make the money, and that's why all of our ancestors came here is to be to be free and to make money. Sure, they want to come here and make the money. Well, now they're second class, they're third class, they're they're not even citizens. They're not citizens, and 
you know, if you don't come to work, well, we'll just call INS on you. Or if you don't like the way we treat you, we'll call INS on you. You just can't do anything. They can't go, they're below the law. Another plant worker told federal officials the undocumented workers were paid $5 an hour for their first few months before receiving a pay increase to $6 an hour. Company officials couldn't be reached for comment. The plant, which produces kosher and non-kosher meats, opened in 1987. And then they give us a little bit of history about that. Rumors had swirled across eastern Iowa for several several days that one or more raids of meat processing plants were imminent. But federal agents said Monday's action was limited to the Pottsville plant. But you can bet... They'll be raiding other businesses soon. And this is not going to stop here. Because if they can get away with taking 300 people away from their lives, 300 people who inevitably have families, 300 people who have people that, that count on them. Well, they do it with the justification of uh, enforcing the law. They get that good feeling that, yeah, and they get that uh, adrenaline surge. They get the uh, the justification that this is why our department exists. We are ta- bringing in lawbreakers. But... What law, you know, I mean, how can you make a person illegal? How can you make existing illegal? How can you make traveling across a border of a free country illegal? That's right. And there's other, another factor here, too. There's a market demand for these people that work in this country. Yeah. And what they're essentially doing is they're undercutting the so-called bogus minimum wage. If we didn't have a minimum wage and we had market wages and wages could actually go down in certain situations, you wouldn't have as much of a market demand for these people here. And, and we would all benefit from uh, you know lower costs of goods. And lower cost of living as well. Because More. it also has to do with the fiat currency, but we'll get back to that. More's coming up. You take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. How do you feel about living in a country where 300 people can just be rounded up in a morning routine and just at a moment's notice? How does that make you feel? This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. It's Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. And again, the point of the show, you call about what you want. Also, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there we give away. So enjoy those, including updates. Get signed up, and we keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Just go to updates.freetalklive.com to get on the list for free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. Going to continue here in moments the story that is just so disturbing. And if you're not disturbed by this story, I would love for you to call in and explain why. Because the federal government this week rounded up in one swoop, one raid on one company, rounded up over 300 people, individuals with families, with lives, 300 people who are trying to make a better life for themselves. Right, had done nothing more than come to this country in order to... Uh, to uh earn some money and, and provide a good life for their family. I want to hear from you on this one. Uh, we'll continue with the story here in moments. If you're thinking about starting a business, here's a word to the wise. Incorporate at LegalZoom.com. Um, LegalZoom, incorp- excuse me, incorporation can help protect you against frivolous lawsuits that can wipe you out. LegalZoom.com is fast and easy, and it is. I've used it. They do all sorts of legal documents, patents, wills, trademarks. Use code FTL to save 10 bucks off your order. That's LegalZoom.com. Continuing the story here from the Des Moines Register. It happened on Monday in Postville, Iowa, where it's the largest workplace raid in Iowa history. Probably one of the biggest ones in the federal government's history. This is huge. They took 300 people 
accused them of being illegal immigrants, and then put them in the in the county fairgrounds. They were, excuse me, not the county fairgrounds, the National Cattle Congress fairgrounds. And according to the governor, Governor Chet Culver, he said he was told of the raid at about 10.15 in the morning. He appointed a group of state agency officials to help Postville deal with the raid's impact. The governor said federal officials reassured his staff that those arrested and detained will have their rights protected. Oh, yeah? Really? What about the right of free people to travel across borders freely? Well... I guess the government doesn't recognize oh, that right. It's the rights that the government decides they have. Yeah. The ever-diminishing rights. Which is why I'm concerned about Americans. that statement, right? Because, oh, their set of rights, that's a little different from the set of rights we might want to ascribe to people Re- having. Remember the kind of rights um, that uh, people in Guantanamo have, for instance, versus American uh, prisoners. The governor said, uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. He said, I have said before that I believe it is important that we crack down on illegal immigration. Illegal means illegal. Not just those that are crossing the border illegally, but also those who are responsible for helping to make it happen. State and federal labor officials confirmed that investigations had been underway for possible violations of labor laws at the Postville plant. The United Foods and Commercial Workers Union, which had been trying to organize their employees, had said it had alerted government investigators that the plant was exploiting underage workers and paying them off the books. So now they've pretty much shut the plant down. Pretty much, to make yeah. This was a, better for everyone. This was a full third of their entire workforce. Oh, I thought it was like three quarters of their workforce. Was it three fourths? It might have been. It was a whole lot. <laughs> Significant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. It was uh, yeah about a third. Nine, they've got nine hundred sixty-eight workers total. Now less three hundred. And look, I'm not saying I support awful working conditions. Not at all. Well, if people were free to decide where they worked and they where could they go didn't, wherever they especially to. in this country, they'd go wherever they want, and then therefore right. the, the places would have to compete based on working conditions. Usually the way it works is like this, as I understand it, okay, and if you've got more experience at this, please call and, and correct us or, or fill us in. But as I understand it, the way it works is somebody decides they want to come here, but they're not willing to make the trip on their own, for instance. So they hire a coyote to bring them across the border. Now, coyote is a black market operator who essentially runs a smuggling, a human smuggling operation. And the deal, you know, depends on how well you're able to pay. If you're able to pay in cash, then you probably won't have any obligations when you get to the other side. But many people are too poor for that. Right. So, so they, uh, they, they, uh, they sell their labor. Right, they sell their labor in the future. Right. And so the coyote probably has people that he knows that are looking for that labor. And so he supplies the labor to, in this case, the agriculture whatever the hell it was, the, the factory. And then they own the they own that person for a certain period of time. And maybe even beyond that because if, indentured servitude essentially. Right. Well because if the uh if the the Mexican or whoever I mean these people are coming from South America as well, but if the in, the immigrant has uh agreed to, okay, I'm going to work for a year and then I'll pay you know, that'll pay off the coyote. Well, after that year comes up, if the management says well, we know he told you it was going to be a year, but I think we can, we're going to continue to need your services yeah. here. And if you decide you don't want to continue working for us, we'll call, as you said, we'll call ICE, and we'll have you deported. And then the whole thing's over with, and you're back to square one. And so they have this very dangerous club that they can use that they hold over their heads. Mm. And The illegality. Correct. And that would not be there were people able to actually cross borders freely. But that whole idea apparently freaks out some Americans, uh, apparently a whole lot of Americans, 
because they've been told all kinds of lies and just just misinformation have leprosy and they eat dogs i know in laredo texas i've heard of a person who had their dog snatched right off the leash the guy sat there and ate it right in front of him you know what that really is is it comes down to dehumanization it is it's exactly what they did to the the japanese in in world war ii it's what they do it's what they do to them camel jockeys over in the middle east it's what they it's what you do when you're in war you talk about how bad and inhuman and what apes and what terrible animals the other side is so this is a war then this is a war on immigration and you wonder why some of the other immigrants over there are talking about uh, you know Asadlan and wanting to take back uh, America and all that other stuff because they feel they're being fought against uh, absolutely they think that there might be dehuman um, you know uh, inhuman monsters on this side and sometimes i wonder if they're, they're right. right i'm what? sure there's inhuman monsters on that side too but let's not get inhuman about it shall we well, why are the conditions so poor in mexico that they feel they have to pour into here too that's the other question government uh, despotic rule the United right. States has always treated the Mexico as a uh, as a colony, essentially. Right, and they've and they've actually coddled the Mexican government, which is very corrupt. Yeah, a little more from the story here. Buses filled with detainees, and there's actually a photo of one of these buses. It's a it's an all white uh, kind of bus with a Homeland Security logo on it. No, and, no blue bird on the side. The blue bird. Yeah, well, that's what the the brand of the bus. Oh, yeah, I don't see the entire bus. I'm seeing a, a good section of the bus, and it just looks ominous. The windows are, are blacked out, and it just is... This is so frightening. This is like fascist America happening right before our eyes to very little objection. Luckily, there were, there were some objectors here. Uh, about 200 protesters, again, filled the sidewalk. 200 and people. You know what it's like to get 200 people out to a, a protest? It's very that's difficult. That's a big deal. And what difference does it make? Well, the, uh, the uh, according to this here, we are with you is what they were chanting when the chained gates at the Cattle Congress site opened to admit a bus of detainees at 8.15 at night. The crowd of about 200 people screamed their support. Some were in tears as they shouted, we are with you. We are all equal. Police looked on during the protest. Waterloo Police Department bureaucrats said the department had protesters move across the street to the sidewalk in front of the fairgrounds. You can't be on the property here, but you can be on the sidewalk, he told the protesters. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of area where you can be. This is not conductive to have a vigil. So they you know, managed to cordon off yeah. the protesters. Oh, sorry, this isn't away. a good place for a vigil. Can't have a vigil here. 1-800-259-9231. Do you have a, a permit for that vigil? Uh, you're not allowed to, to gather here without a permit. I'm surprised they didn't arrest some of the protesters. More coming up. You take control. Bring up anything. Freedom in America. Boy, we are losing it fast. It's Free Talk Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You bring up anything via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. Sickle CAI toll-free line. Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features on the site we give away, including live streams, broadband version of the show, and a dial-up version free for you at freetalklive.com. Hey, would you like to move to New Hampshire but not sure where you're going to live? Well, PorkManor.com is a new site that connects freedom-loving landlords with freedom-loving renters. Landlords can easily manage the display of their rentals, including uploading photos and showing videos, while renters can find a place where they'll be living with libertarians and even anarchists. It's simple, efficient, cheap, and effective. Go to PorkManor.com. That's P-O-R-C-M-A-N-O-R.com. 
Our number here, 800-259-9231. Yet another tragic day in the sad history of the United States of America where over 300 people have been stolen from their lives, kidnapped away from their lives, and taken to a detention center for crossing a border without a line in, a, in you know, the sand, I without that, that, begging that, for permission The first. history of the United States has gotten sadder recent, re- relatively recently. I think we have a great lineage, a uh, great history, a uh, great history of liberty in this country, but, uh, you know, it, it seems like people have forgotten it. It's just so awful what has happened here, and uh, the, the story, you know, as we pointed out, there were over 200 people that came out to protest it, but what's that going to do? I mean, I'm not against protesting, I'm not. I've done it before, and I'll do it again, certainly. But it didn't get them to, it didn't make the cops feel bad, release all their guys. Are, I mean, the cops probably buy this whole thing, this whole deal hook, line, and sinker, just like the, the guys in the DEA, they believe, many of them fully believe in the war on drugs, some of them are actually drug dealers, but that's another story. And so, um, inevitably, many of these cops, these ICE guys, Immigrations and Customs Enforcement, are uh, full believers in this war. Sure. And I don't think that anybody who's standing They've been outside... given a uniform and a badge and a gun and been told, you're on the right team. Go out there and fight for the right team. Stop the enemy. Yeah. So... I don't think and that you know, the protesters... They didn't go in there with those uh, funny, look, sort of octagonal cop hats. You know, they didn't go in with a uh, uh, with the normal blue uniform or anything like that. You could no, believe it was a SWAT team, right? these guys went in with the uh, with that sort of uh, you know helmet that looks like the Nazi helmet. The the the, the sort yeah the black pan. yeah the, the, they had their faces blacked out. They had uh, flak jackets on. These guys didn't look like cops. These guys looked like soldiers. They looked mm-hmm. like soldiers of the, the, the worst army around because they're all in black. Well, I want a uniform so I can meet some girls. Well, apparently it does work for that way. And I'm yeah. sure that's one of the, the reasons they joined up. But, sure does. But I'm sure the other one was, you know, to protect the homeland. In fact, I saw on the Homeland Security website today they're celebrating five years of the Homeland Security bureaucracy. And, it, you know, there's some slogan about protecting the homeland for five years or something like that. I wonder what the homeland really is. I mean, how do you define the homeland? The fatherland. How about that? That's the answer. I mean, it's the same concept, right? Mm. Well, anyway, so these cops, right, uh, they're standing there trucking these people into this holding facility where they'll probably be treated like garbage. And then across the street, there's 200 people that are protesting and... Inevitably, I'm sure these cops are thinking to themselves, what's wrong with those people across the street? How, da- how dare they come out here? These people are illegal. We're doing the right thing. We're, we're doing the right thing taking these illegal immigrants off the street. These people are taking jobs from Americans, which, of course, is nonsense. Absolute nonsense. There's no shortage of jobs out there. I could go walk down the street today and find plenty of jobs. And, okay, you're going to say, well, you're in New Hampshire, Ian. Well, I used to live in Florida, and there were plenty of jobs down there, too. There's plenty of jobs where you have to speak fluent English. Sure. There were, and you probably weren't going to get a, a job in a chicken slaughterhouse, were you? No, uh, and nor was I going to go work out in a field. And, in fact, as we've seen... Well, they is, can get me to do those jobs. They just have to pay me remarkably well. I'm still not interested in, you know, those I'm not that interested jobs. in it, but, uh, you know, with the, for the right paycheck, we can talk. Well, what we've seen is that these raids taking away these immigrants from the fields that they're working in, the factories they're working in, 
has simply resulted in the factory owners and the owners of the farmland moving their businesses elsewhere. To Mexico. Right. The farmers down in Texas, I think it was the onion farmers, but I'm sure they farm various different things. The farmers down there have decided, well, since I can't get the workers that I need here, because apparently once they raided the, the farm and took away all of the immigrants then there wasn't this lineup of uh, American-born people standing out there waiting to try to you, run in and take the new jobs. You mean that the immigrants didn't steal those jobs? Apparently not. Despite everything that the anti-immigrant crowd says about, well, that's what it, we're all waiting out here for our jobs to come back. We just want our jobs back. As well, though Americans are out of work. I mean, there's, what, 4%, 5% of the population doesn't work, and I swear to God, they're not trying hard enough. Nope, that's for sure. I, you know, when I, uh, I had a radio gig stop one time, well, I went out to got a job as a taxi driver. It wasn't easy. They didn't give it to me. I had to go out and get a little license to drive a taxi, and they didn't give me minimum wage. I just got paid... You know, for working, uh, you know, driving people around. I got a portion of the uh, the meter, so I didn't get a minimum wage. I don't know what the wages were per hour I got. I never bothered to figure it out because I had to pay the mortgage. Nobody else was going to do it. I went out and did it. I wasn't going to lay there and take. I, 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 I refused at the time to take uh, to take unemployment. I might have taken it if it had been easier to get, but I didn't know. I, I don't know how to go through all that government bureaucracy yeah. stuff because I was raised that you don't take anything from the government. So here it goes, more people being just plucked out of their lives, and the businesses are just going down south. They've, they've moved farms down into Mexico. Hell, the land's cheaper there, and you don't even have to pay the immigrants that much. I mean, the, these are natives. There are plenty of people to hire down there. That's so. right. That's right. There's no, there's no premium like there is when you import them illegally. So it's just a tragic story, and you can expect to see more of this continue. We touched last night on uh, some of the police state activities that are going on in the U.K., uh, where they are now taking much of the airport scanning technology that we've seen out into the streets. They now have the ability to just pull anybody they want to aside and, and search them in the U.K., and that's you can better believe that kind of stuff is coming here soon. What? We know that in New York City, in the subways, they've got uh, guys that are not the SWAT team, but they're something else. They're like inter- addiction squads or whatever running around through the subways accosting people that they believe look suspicious based on nothing beyond just their their whims it's supposed to be random but you and i both know that's not the case yeah and when there's no more guns there'll be knives there'll always be a weapon that's what it's about in the uk and the knives the the searches on the streets are because of knife crime that's right if there are no knives they'll find something else you you can make deadly weapons out of almost any household uh, item that could look innocuous in your pocket but apparently this is what Americans they want. They do it in prison. Is, is this oh, what yes. Americans want? Do they want a police state? Because that's what they're getting. A lot of them do. Yes, they, they do. do. They figure if you've got nothing to hide, if you're living a righteous, good life like the law tells you to, then what's the big deal? The big deal is, America, that you never know when they're going to come after you for your, uh, for your lawn not being properly mm-hmm. cut. You never know when they're going to come steal your child away from you. You never know when they're going to put some kind of sting for a... Uh, a black market taxi after you. All these are stories we've read in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, the last few weeks. Uh, and you know, you, you never know about your kids. Look, your kids have to learn about the world, and a lot of the ways that a lot of kids learn is by making mistakes. Do you want your kid to go to prison for ten years for having marijuana? Because we've got zero tolerance in this country now, and that's what happens. It's really sad to see our heritage slipping away, and people are forgetting. You know, we have a Statue of Liberty. In, in New York, 
We don't have a statue it's of like democracy. A joke. No. We don't have a statue of social justice it, or, or statue security. Statue of conformity, perhaps? Or conformity. We have a statue of liberty. The word liberty is in all of our coins. It seems to me that that's what this is all about. That's what this is all about, is getting people to conform to somebody, someone in power, someone in the halls of government, someone's determination of what a life should be like of what someone's value set should be, of what someone's morals should be, of the behavior that is expected from others. They expect everyone to behave in within this certain very, very narrow parameter. And if you're not behaving in the way they specify you behave, then you're illegal. Or the thing you're doing is illegal, and you're going to be punished for it. Again, and that's not what liberty is about. It's not what freedom is about. That's right. You have to have freedom for everyone, or eventually you'll have freedom for no one. And it seems we're going very quickly in that latter direction. More coming up here, 800-259-9231. And in the, uh, continuing in the tradition of intolerance, they've gone after yet another uh, religious group. In this case, children aren't involved, but that doesn't make it any less tragic. More coming up. You take control. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up whatever you want toll-free. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. And uh, those features... We include the bulletin board system, the archives, and more. We give it all away, but we do ask that you voluntarily decide to support the show by buying some stuff at our store. Go to store.freetalklive.com, order great Free Talk Live branded products like hats and t-shirts and hoodies and more, all there for you, store.freetalklive.com. Continuing uh, in this theme that we were talking about a, a moment ago of intolerance, this theme of, of everyone must conform. Because apparently that's what America's about now. It at one point was about something close to liberty and freedom. Certainly not for some people in this country. I mean, I I, I never want to suggest that we were necessarily that much more free a couple hundred years ago. Because there were some people that absolutely were not free. Sure. Back then. I mean, it, things have things have changed, but yes. government intrusion has gotten bigger. The government is bigger than it has ever been. In fact, the government, as I understand it, is the biggest in the world right now. Uh, it's just tremendous. How could it not be? I mean, we're the you know we're the richest nation in the world, right? So also the biggest debtor. So it has uh, it, it has just gone down this awful road to tyranny, which involves people who I'm sure have the best of intentions. I mean, it's a good intention when you want something for someone else. You want someone to experience life in a positive way and in the way that you believe life should be experienced. I I can understand that viewpoint. But it's wrong and criminal to force your viewpoint on another person. The road to hell, after all, is paved with good intentions. That's right. And, and liberty is all about honoring other people's choices, even if you disagree with them. Exactly. You don't, ha- you don't have to spend time with the people you disagree with. You don't have to employ them. You don't have to go to the same church with them. You don't have to do anything with them. All you have to do is allow that person to choose for themselves what they want and allow them to experience whatever consequences may come. If they're doing something self-destructive, they'll destroy their, themselves. Yeah, Hopefully they'll pull themselves out of it in time. That's right. And if you intervene when, before they're ready to pull themselves out of it, you're just going to suck your energy out of you. Right. And it's yes. going to take that much longer for them to come to their uh, realization for themselves how it's going to be you That's know, right. for them. Because a lot of that enables or, or, um, involves enabling, which doesn't work. It just, it just prolongs their, their strife. 
and you have to let people hit rock bottom. You can be there to spot them, let's say, mm-hmm. but you and maybe facilitate their their recovery. But you cannot just intervene and 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 try to help people and baby them. You have to let them be adults. You have to let them fail. You have to let them fall. And when they're ready to get back up again, you you can give them a hand. But that's it. The level of regulation never fall uh, never falls. It never gets uh, no. lower. It never lessens. There's no. always more coming. There's always more proposals on the table for more control, more people deciding for you how you should live your life and what things you should do. We All just recently from- got the, uh, the 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 tax on cell phones that was instituted to finance the uh, Spanish American War. Just recently, that was uh, d- done away with. <laughs> and that's the only one that we can point to that right. we've ever even heard well, of. Well, I think that the rural electrification uh, board has uh, shrank inside. Size okay, <laughs> right? Do you understand? The government's still three trillion dollars. Right, it's it's gigantic. Growing. So here's the latest example in a long line, an unending parade of examples of people trying to control others' behaviors and beliefs. The story is from ABC News 2020. Controversial leader of a Texas religious group, because it's easy to go after Those religious Texas groups, crazy, the yeah. smaller ones at least. Uh, called a sex cult by some former members, was arrested for a second time on bigamy charges today. Israel Bill Hawkins, the 73-year-old pastor and founder of the House of Yahweh, was charged by the Callahan County District Attorney with having multiple wives, according to a complaint filed in court. And who cares about this? People who only have one wife, Mark. It's apparently not fair that someone else have more than one. Bunch of hooey. Hey, Mark, if, you, if it were legal, would you have more than one wife if you could? I don't think I would, no. It, it doesn't seem like it's worth the trouble. I think there's a lot of really envious people out there who wish they had more than one wife. I guess. Is that where this comes if from? If you really want that, why not be single? Well, true. You're right. I mean, why, why have wives? Yeah, that doesn't make much sense. Are they going to go after polygamous people next? No, sorry, polygamous is the word, wrong word. Uh, polyamorous, that's the word I'm looking for. People that, that, uh, that have sex with more than one person. People that, for instance, wife swap and uh, what, what, what's, what are the clubs they go to? They go to these the swing, swing, swinging clubs. clubs yeah. People like that are going to go after them next because they're different. Well, they, don't have chosen. A gov- they don't have a government license to do that, though. Oh, see, I marriage see. is a license, so you've got hmm. this license, that this contract that you've entered into with the state. And you're supposed to, I guess, follow that the, the terms of that contract. Well, you know, that... I, I, I see where you're coming from there, Wayne, and that they may actually have a point. Hey, you entered into this agreement with the state, and you violated that agreement, so they're enforcing it. But still, but it, there's no they call victim. it a polygamous sect, and I don't know what's going on here um, in this particular instance, but you don't have to get – I'm sure that the people are getting uh, more having living with more than one woman as their wife don't have two marriage licenses from the state. Well, this That's man right. is actually being charged with bigamy. Texas officials said he was – as opposed to polygamy. Right. Texas officials said he was arrested away from his compound outside Abilene, Texas, to avoid any potential violence from his followers. Hawkins' followers scuffled with an ABC News producer who was attempting to film the arrest for an upcoming report on the controversial pastor and his group. Hawkins has dominant influence over the members and has asked his members to die rather than let him go to prison, according to Callahan County District Attorney Shane Hmm. Deal. Says, I've taken him at his word when he says that, and we have to take him seriously. According to the complaint filed against Hawkins, he has multiple wives and is listed as the father of children born to two different young women last year. In an interview for 2020, Hawkins' former wife, Kay, says he began to preach polygamy after he was caught having an affair with the church secretary. (laughs) He began to rewrite the scriptures, she said. Any scripture that didn't go along with more than one wife was rewritten to imply that it was all right to have more than one wife. 
which should give those of you who worship scriptures a hint as to how easy it is to, well, write anything down that you damn well want to write down in a, some old book. You know, uh, from what I understand in, through history, there have been times where polygamy was permitted, especially after times of war or famine when a lot of men died off mm-hmm. and there were a lot of women and few men. Well, even so, um, when when you have an instance, the powerful are always going to have what they want. And like you said, some men would like to have more than one wife. So the powerful men are going to want to have – they make the rules. They decide. And if some poor guy has to go without a wife because some rich guy has two, well, so what? Well, a lot of rich men also have a wife, and then they have a bunch of mistresses too. And so you have one wife that you've got this – marriage contract thing with and then what happens when, when a rich man has a wife with three kids and then he has a couple kids with some mistress i mean isn't that the same thing yeah i don't i, I don't think that it, it even matters i mean you know if if a woman wants to have sex and get um you know get hitched up with a guy who's already got a wife and live together all three of them and happy holy matrimony fine would the government now i don't know much about the government marriage license process and and both of you gents have gone through this process do they check you out? Could I mean? Do they verify who you are? And how could this guy have more the than one? The easiest thing in the world to get. They just want your seventy-five bucks. Okay, so this guy really could go and get more than one marriage license. Yes, I uh, see. Yeah, I'm wondering if he if he's had more than one marriage license, or if maybe if he's had ceremonies, uh, common law type ceremonies, right. and not actually yeah. gotten the license with multiple I women. I don't that. imagine why in the world he would want the license. You would think someone like this would realize that the government is his enemy, essentially. Why would you want to enter into those agreements? Do they not understand that? And it doesn't make it clear in the story here. Hawkins told 2020 that he only has one wife and that he's being persecuted because of his religious beliefs. Sounds to me like he only has one wife then. He says they hated me more than anybody that's ever been arrested in Callahan County. There's nothing wrong, according to Yahweh's laws, he says, with having more than one wife. But he insisted that he follows the laws of man, which prohibit multiple wives. According to the arrest complaint, Hawkins teaches his followers to lie to law enforcement officials about the multiple marriages. Well, good for him. (laughs) No reason to tell him the truth. They're just going to get you in trouble. The complaint cites a House of Yahweh document that requires followers to take the oath. I understand, agree, and accept that if I break this vow in any way, that I will be eligible for and worthy of the second death in the lake of fire. Dear God, he's killing them off in hell (laughs) if if they disagree with what he says. Yeah, whatever. Don't disobey the preacher. He'll send you to hell. It's his agreement. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not even the oath. De- I don't think we're, we can even deny the guy might be a little twisted here. You know? No, I wouldn't deny yeah. that. I, not, you, at you, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. I wouldn't he's deny a that at all. I just say that he's free to do what he wants. If 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 that's among, what he yeah, wants, consenting to, adults. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry, they're right. not going to. You know what? They're never going to live the way I want them to live. They're never going to do it. People aren't going to do it. I so want them to live them, how they want to. They, I, I might as well let them live. However they want to. You know, I love the way uh, Mary Ruar puts this. She says, you know, when trying to control others, you end up being the one who's controlled. Ultimately. It's so true. It's so true. And, in fact, we're actually glad you brought her up. I'm actually working on uh, getting her on the program. So Awesome. For the very first time ever. We've never had uh, Dr. Mary Ruard on this show. I talked to her through email, and she had agreed years ago to come on. And I just You did? It. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's cool. Well, that's going to be happening, I don't know, when I've just gotten in touch with her campaign as of today. So... Keep your pantyhose on for that one. Hour two is coming up. Okay, you I can will. Take control. I will. Bring up. Any- <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Bring up anything. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Coming up here, we still have a lot to cover, including Wayne, an email from Hillary Clinton. Okay. I don't know. I'm not much for politics. We'll see what this is all about. You tell me it's worthwhile. We'll get to it here. Hour two is coming up. You take control. It's free talk live. The cynic says. 
I started losing my hair, and there was nothing I could do. I wore a baseball cap because I was self-conscious. The believer says, I started using Avacor two months ago, and already I'm regrowing my own hair. My bald spot is going. No caps for me. Are you a cynic? Avacor's formula is FDA approved to regrow your own hair in as little as two months. Avacor's topical formula contains the only ingredient approved by the FDA to regrow hair without risk of sexual side effect. Call right now and ask about getting a free month supply of Avacor and receive Boost just for trying Avacor. Boost can make your hair visibly thicker with its first application. Call 1-800-451-8920. That's 1-800-451-8920. This is a limited time offer, so call now. Call 1-800-451-8920. 1-800-451-8920. Or log on to avacorradio.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You bring up whatever you want. Via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231 as we launch in hour number two of the show. It is Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Coming up, we've got another update on the FLDS situation, the fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints uh, had their children stolen from them. Not to be confused with the regular Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. How have the children been treated in the custody of the state? We'll look into that here in moments. Uh, First, your phone calls. Don is on the line in Missouri. You're on Free Talk Live. Don. Don. Hello. Hey, Don. Uh, I was wanting to give an update on the the little girl that killed herself. Uh, The woman had tormented her on MySpace. Oh yeah, the uh, the yeah the the the, uh, the the girl who's had this imaginary boyfriend on MySpace who um, suddenly turned out to be have been the mother or the 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 ex best friend or the mother of the ex best friend difficult to say exactly which but and uh, they were going to pass some kind of law that says it's you can't say mean things to people on the internet there in uh, yeah. Missouri somewhere. <laughs> right. Well, she was indicted uh, today. And the mother was, was it the mother or the uh, the little girl? The mother. Okay. What was she indicted for? Uh, one charge of conspiracy and three counts of accessing uh, protected computer computers without authorization to get information using to inflict emotional distress on the girl. Whoa. That's but, a big charge. Yeah, I've never heard of this. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds and, like they made it up. Uh, well, actually, she's being charged in California because that's where MySpace uh, data is. is. So they're charging really? her in California. They're not even charging her here. The FBI got involved in it, and uh, so her trial will be moved to California so that she can face her charges there. But um, it was something that you had said the last time you was talking to um, Johnson, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had they had created something. They used the terms in uh, MySpace. It's a privacy thing. I can't, I'm sorry. I'm kind of nervous. But, yeah, sure, no problem. Sorry, like the terms of service? Yes. They used that in uh, in her indictment, and it says MySpace members agree to abide by terms of service that include, among other things, not promoting information that they know to be false or misleading, soliciting personal information for anyone under age 18, and not using information together from websites to harass, abuse, or harm others. So it sounds now, like this is more of a breach of contract than anything. Well, my thing is, though, this is a wide-sweeping thing because how many people have lied on MySpace or any site about their age. Uh, Probably a significant percentage of their users. Absolutely. So this means that 
you can really be charged. Anyone can be charged with the same thing they're about right. to charge. Right. And who actually use, reads the terms of service? Not me. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Conspiracy yeah. to what? my kid. Bye-bye. But uh, she was charged with conspiracy. Conspiracy to what? Do they just have, I mean, whenever I've heard of conspiracy charges, usually conspiracy to sell drugs or conspiracy to blow up a building. What was she conspiring to do to trick a, uh, you know, trick a teenage girl? Yeah, to hurt this young woman's feelings, and that's actually what they're saying. I will post this information on um, on the BBS, but I, was, I had to give the update. I was like, "Why?" Well, I, I appreciate that. I mean, so I'm yeah. sorry, but <laughs> you don't have the right to not have your feelings hurt. That's, but you know, that's the, the issue. There is freedom of speech. Should you be restricted from saying things that might hurt someone's feelings? That's what this case is essentially suggesting. I know it's, you just hurt yeah. my feelings a little while ago, Ian. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Actually, uh, people are actually applauding this and thinking that this is great because this woman hurt this young girl's feelings and she shouldn't have done that. And I'm like, you know, people when people blog, people get upset. Even on the BBS, you, some people can say things that may be offensive. And it's like you want to send people to jail. Uh, some people need to take responsibility for themselves. I mean, right. or take a deeper look at why they would do something like that instead of focusing on right. the surface. Maybe the girl that would uh, kill herself over an imaginary boyfriend was a freakazoid. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe she would have killed herself over something else. I don't know. I never met the girl. I don't propose to know. And I'm not saying that well, there's... Well, you know how teenage girls are with their depression and well, well, lack I, of self-worth. I don't know, and I think that the, each teenage girl is different. Um, sure, I'm being very general here, Mark, but, but many you know, of them are just looking for I think what the mom attention. did was bad. I think that being involved in this in any way is bad. Sure. But I don't think but, it's incarceratable. I think that there should be news about it. I right. think that the, the news story should say, look, this woman, and I don't remember her name off the top of my head, but this woman, you know, she's she's crazy. And she, and she even deserves to be ostracized by members Absolutely. of her community. Don, any other uh, thoughts? Just another, just another fact. Uh, there is uh, each charge carries five year maximum, so four charges she faces up to twenty years in jail. Um, They'll probably give her time. They, oh, they, yeah, absolutely. But to see, send there was a message no on the book in Missouri for this, so the FBI stepped in and took the case, mm-hmm. made some crap up. Basically, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> so sad, Don. Thank you for bringing that up, man. Any other thoughts? No, that's it. Appreciate Thanks, the call, God. sir. Thank you. Eight hundred two five nine. 9231. So, even though it actually happened in the same town, right? because so MySpace was involved, because a few data packets went over the internet to a website hosted in another state, it became a federal crime. Because Missouri or whatever didn't have any laws oh, to uh, charge the woman. It with. just goes to show that they, you know, they don't they don't care about states anymore. They just care about the feds, and they'll bring in, uh, you know, they'll bring the feds in if they don't have enough good stuff on as far as the state goes as for for a case. And they, this this absolutely is not a situation where we should be incarcerating anybody. Yeah, and at one time it may have seemed like a good idea back in, in the old days in the South when you have a town with a crooked mayor and a crooked sheriff and, you know, people are oppressed or enslaved or whatever or abused. We so still the, have that. And so the feds come in and, they, and they're, they're the heroes. And so at one time that seemed like a good idea, but the pendulum has gone so far to one direction in the fascist direction now, the totalitarian direction, that it, it has to swing back the other way because this is getting absurd. Well, I think that I think people are justifiably believe that this woman has done something wrong. Right. Right. No one's going to stand bad. up for her. Right. So, therefore, um, the people get confused in this, especially, um, you know, in, in our culture, the way we lock everybody up here. We're the largest incarcerator of people on the planet um, in, in history. 
So the you know the, the, they justifiably think she's done something bad, and they confuse that with she should be put in jail. She yeah. should be punished by society, and maybe she should be punished by society, but she should be punished through ostracism. Yeah, uh, newspapers and and people telling the story as to what happened. Right, people not letting their kids play with her kids, people not doing business with her, people not hiring her. There are all kinds of ways in the marketplace. For people who do things that we consider wrong to be punished that don't involve forcibly putting them in a jail cell and taking away the freedom that they have. I don't think anyone should defend what this woman did. What she did was pretty disgusting. Just weird. Yeah, pretty lame, actually. I mean, don't you have anything better to do than F around on MySpace with some 13-year-old girl and just play head games with her? I mean, apparently not. People have all kinds of free time, and that's what this woman chose to do with her free time, but... You know, she didn't cause her to commit suicide. That's not her responsibility. The little, you know, the teenage girl decided that for herself based on, I'm sure, a number of different factors. And to to pin all of that blame on this one woman, I think, is so unfair. It's just not right. But hey, that's what happens, and not not much is going to be able to be done about this, right? Now that this woman's been charged, look out anybody else that's ever pretended to be another person on MySpace or on the Internet. I mean, how many people have done that? How many people have gone online and pretended to be someone they weren't? I've done it when I was younger. Sure. I, my, my, my last girlfriend before Julia did it for fun. That was her freaking hobby. Yeah, she'd get online on MySpace, she'd find pictures of very attractive women, she'd create fake profiles, and she'd find guys, and she'd chat with them, she'd F with their heads. And she, you know, that was her hobby, and it was, it was fun for her. It's uh, sick and weird. It's, 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 it's a strange hobby, but they've chosen those guys, come on. You know, you're on MySpace. There's no way to know who you're talking to yeah, unless you meet them in person. Well, you can you can do what we've done with the uh, the Shrine of Female listeners, and you can make it even that can be faked. It can be faked. There's validated pictures. There's you some mean? good. There's some good fake uh, pictures down at the bottom of the page. If you go to shrine.freetalklive.com. All I'm saying is, if you don't take the responsibility to find out for yourself if the person you're dealing with is a real person whom you think they are, if you don't take the steps necessary, if you don't ask for that validated photo, if you don't ask for you know a phone conversation and a video conversation, or better yet, meeting them in person at the, you know, the food court at the mall, if you don't go through those steps, then you deserve whatever it is you get. You're on the Internet. People are anonymous, and they can pretend to be whomever they want to be. And I think that's okay. That's what it's all about on the internet. Now this is go- now we're going down some uh, road where the government's going to come in and demand that everybody be who they are, that everybody represent themselves as exactly who they are in real life on the internet, or possibly face criminal charges. That to me feels exactly where this particular case is leading. The screws are tightening. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Features on the site are free, and they include the bulletin board system. We've got over 340,000 posts. That's a lot of posts, and uh, they're all free. So get interactive over at BBS. Dot freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. And correction, it's over 350,000 posts at this point. My, 
my wife works at a uh, doctor's office, and uh, she called me up today, and she said, what's the name of that collections company that you guys have as a sponsor? And She's not listening enough, is she? No, no, she doesn't listen. She wouldn't be caught dead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, the, uh, anyway, I, I told her the name, SACL CAI, and, and she says, you know, I, I think we really need to turn over our collections to somebody else. It's just not working out. We're losing a lot of money here. If your collections are out of control, SACL CAI. We got a banner at freetalklive.com. Use them. They're courteous and respectful. Yeah, they, they managed to get your money without breaking anybody's fingers. Right. No, nobody, nobody's kneecaps uh, are broken in the uh, in the collections process, and uh, that way you you know you have a better chance of keeping your customers. Some of them are going to be you know angry anyway, just the people who didn't want to pay. Yeah. But you you have a better chance of keeping them if you treat them with respect and work with them, and that's what Sacral CAI does. So Sacral CAI, check out their banner at freetalklive.com. And we know they're good at what they do because. Uh, Jason Osborne, the man behind the uh, the Seiko company, is really he's like the man behind the Liberty Movement at this point. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's certainly like he's he's single handedly funding uh, Free Talk Live, the Ridley Report, Barry, Barry Cooper. Cooper. Yep. What uh, the the, the uh, New Hampshire Free Press? He's got his Porkfest, uh, Liberty Seikos on that. Yep. Um, the Porkfest, Liberty, uh, the the Liberty Forum. He's he's behind all these things. So, he really cares. Uh, proof's in the pudding there. Yeah, it's not just extra money he's got though. I mean, he's that's he, his. Paycheck. It's, yeah, he's it's, sending us. He, yeah, he cares. He cares deeply about the liberty movement, and he goes without things that he would otherwise have. And you can meet him at Porkfest too. He's going to be throwing a huge barbecue, as I understand it. So uh, anyway, Sakel CAI. Again, see their banner at freetalklive.com. We go to your calls, Chris in North Carolina. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Chris. Chris in yeah, North Carolina. I had a question about uh, McCain talking about Iraq and uh, was it Osama bin Laden. Okay. I don't listen to politicians, so what about it? Well, I was I was actually uh, doing a little bit of research on it. You know, uh, since 9-11, I hadn't accessed the FBI site with the 10 most wanted, and I went ahead and checked that today, and either the FBI is getting lazy or it's just simply not true. Uh, bin Laden hasn't been uh, on his file. They haven't pointed the finger at him for 9-11. Really? All his politician. Yeah, it's... Well, Bush called it off. I mean, a few years ago, didn't Bush basically come out publicly and say, yeah, we're not looking for him anymore? So why would we? Yeah, we the, the, the politicians don't seem to care about Bin Laden. Um, or, you know, they they blame the uh, the the terrorist uh, attacks on him, but they don't really seem to care anything about catching him. Yeah, well, he's a former well, boogeyman. On the website, the only thing they blamed him for was murders outside of the U.S. and conspiracy to attempt murder outside of the U.S. on nationals. That's funny. Wouldn't you think the FBI wouldn't be looking for someone who murdered someone outside of the U.S.? Isn't the FBI supposed to be a an organization that the deals federal with the Federal Bureau of the, uh, Yeah, the, the federal domestic, government? Yeah, domestic, domestic crimes. crimes. You also think that people would catch on that a 747 didn't crash into the Pentagon? I mean, well, I don't know about that. I mean, that's yeah, there's certainly ev- there's certainly evidence theory. that it did. There's I mean, some there's some interesting questions I think on both sides, but uh, to me, it's irrelevant whether it did or not. Go ahead with your next point. Well, I mean, this is. All these politicians now, that's basically what they seem to be going for is Israel, uh, Iran, and Iraq. And I hadn't heard any mention about bin Laden. And I just actually, I figured that was a pretty interesting little uh, detail there. Well, I guess it's because you can't really make a bit, you can't really invade a country and move a bunch of military people around in the excuse of just looking for one guy. So they have to have a bigger enemy. They have to have a bigger boogeyman uh, to go after. And in this case, it's, you know, Ahmadinejad in Iran or, or Saddam Hussein in Iraq and uh, somebody a little bit more uh, with a little more sway, a little more visible, a little more noticeable, something they can ease, uh, just target um, better in the public consciousness. And it, that's probably one of the reasons they're doing that as and opposed to just going after one man. And since the 60s, they've had the technology to reach 
your wristwatch from outer space. So I don't understand how they couldn't find the guy if they really wanted to. Well, wasn't it CBS News? Uh, didn't they manage to make the connections to uh, to go and find him and, and interview him? I like, heard something about that, but at this point, who cares? Yeah, well, the point being that, yes, people can find this guy if they want to. I, I went to school in, uh, in in Florida and, you know, right right near NASA. We had a NASA guy come in when I was, oh, it must have been... I, Eighth grade, seventh grade, something like that, told me that they could see the dirt under your fingernails from a satellite in space. Damn. That was 1984. Chris, any other thoughts? Thanks for the call. 800 259 All right. So, since he was talking about a politician, Wayne, you had an email, apparently, from Hillary? Well, a friend of mine has a blog. His name's Steve. He has a blog called Hold the Mayo. And Steve and I are friends, and, and uh, we agree on a lot of things. He's kind of a libertarian-leaning conservative, so he's, he's still on the, on the road. So I respect where he's coming from. But he did send an email to Hillary at one point and got an email response back yesterday. And his blog post reflects... It wasn't really from her, though. Come on. Well, uh, let, me, let me read it, and you'll okay. see what you think. He says, I got an email from Hillary Clinton today. One of the highlights is, uh, of having email is getting the occasional message from someone famous written by their well-paid staff. <laughs> in the message, Mrs. Clinton attempts to explain why she is still in the race and why I should still send her money. He says in parentheses, like that's ever going to happen. <laughs> she also managed to show an, uh, a fundamental lack of understanding of what it means to be an American, thus demonstrating another way in which she is completely unfit for the, jo- the office she seeks. Uh, so Hillary says... Dear Stephen, there are some people out there who want to declare this race over now, before all the ballots have been counted or even cast. There are some who say, they don't know why I'm in this race, so let me tell you why I'm still running. I'm in this race for everyone who needs a champion, for the hard-working families who are losing sleep over gas prices and grocery (laughs) costs and mortgage payments and medical bills, but who never lose that American can-do spirit and optimism. I'm losing. Uh, I'm losing sleep over uh, income taxes and property taxes. What what I'm losing sleep over? Well, I'm sleeping fine. There we go. <laughs> well, well, then Steve goes on to say in his blog post, he says, "Here's the thing, Hillary. Apparently, we're on a first name basis now. The people who never lose that American can-do spirit and optimism don't need or want a champion in the form of the federal government." Those who never lose that American can-do spirit and optimism do not want the federal government to bail them out of their mortgages. They suck it up and find a way to pay or take the hit and move on. Yeah, I can totally agree. They're the champions. That's right, and they become the champions. Those who never lose that American can-do spirit and optimism are not clamoring for the federal government to punish big oil and force them to get uh, lower gas prices. What they want is the end of the government policies that result in needlessly higher prices. Until then, they are cutting back on takeout and movies to put gas in the tank and make ends meet. Those who never lose that American can-do spirit and optimism do not want the government to take over their medical care. They so want, true. That's right. They want to be responsible for their own lives and their own care. They just want Washington out of the way. Go get them, Steve. As difficult as it, as it might be. That's right. You know? As difficult as it might be, be, and be self-sufficient. Those who never lose that American can-do spirit and optimism do not need another D.C. hero. They are the heroes of their own lives. Go get them. And finally, the people who are looking for a champion to provide them with other people's money are not those who never lose that American can-do spirit. They, they never had it to begin with. Great points. 800-259-9231. It goes back to what you were saying, Mark, earlier about being raised by your parents to never take handouts, especially from the government. 
More coming up. Live self-sufficiently. Live proud. You take control. Bring up anything. 800-259-9231. And it's okay to help people if it's on a voluntary basis. And it's okay to accept help from others, but not the government. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. You can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line for you. Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. 800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features on the site we give away, including the Shrine of Female listeners. You can visit that and see all the ladies, dozens of them who've taken the time to send us their validated photo, prove they listen to the show. We mentioned briefly validation earlier without really explaining what it was. And I got a picture submitted uh, from a lady that uh, sent a photo that was not validated. So I had to write her back and I had to say, well, you do need to send us a validated photo. I appreciate that you sent a photo, but we can't use it unless you prove that you listen to the show. Because otherwise, anybody can just send any old picture of anybody. Sure. Right? I could go online to MySpace and I could get a picture of some hot girl and send it in. Right. So, not that, by the way, that not that the uh, Shrine of Female listeners is about hot girls or anything like that. Certainly not. It's about any woman that listens to the show. As long as you're a female, you can be on the Shrine of Female listeners. So, the idea is to validate, you must prove within the photograph that you listen to the show. And there have been various different ways that uh, the ladies have decided to do that over time. Of course, the most common is holding some sort of signage mm-hmm. in the picture that references Free Talk Live or one of the hosts or something that we'll know for sure by looking at that you are indeed who you say you are. Yeah, and you can you can have tattoos, hairy armpits, whatever. It no one's matter. gotten a Free Talk Live tattoo, and nor would I recommend they do, uh, do so. <laughs> Please don't do that. And don't do it on your forehead. I remember there was a story, totally recalling this from memory, one of those uh, radio station giveaway things where, we'll give you a free tattoo if you put it on your forehead of our station logo. Or something like that. I, I think somebody actually went and did that. Some drunk jackball. God. Some, you know, some rocker, some listener of a rock station yeah. or whatever. Yeah, Y-N-F! That was the old call letters of the station I used to work for. Me too. And uh, it wasn't that station, though. This was just a story I heard. that The guy actually went and got a tattoo of his radio, favorite radio station on his forehead. What if they switch to... Uh, they, will, they will switch. Likely they will, unless it's... Uh, you know, there's, there's some um, heritage rockers out there. But even 98 Rock in Tampa was once Z98. Yeah. Playing uh, modern, you know, at what the time was modern hits, you know, so... Right. I, I, Madonna and Michael Jackson and things like that. Tattoos, you know, certainly people are, are, are into them. People like their tattoos, but forehead, not a good place to put them. No. 800-259-9231. We continue here. It is Matt in Illinois on the Amp Line. Hello, Matt. Hello, gentlemen. How are you tonight? Hey, Matt. That's great. What's on your mind? Uh, a little bit of good news coming out of Chicago that you might be interested in. What's that? They overturned the ban on foie gras. We wow. We now eat stuffed chicken and duck livers. Excellent. Fantastic. It sounds like you're about ready to slaughter a bird in the background Yeah, there. you're going to have a stuffed parakeet liver? What's going on there? I was thinking of going out to the lake and uh, getting the birds, you know, just twisting it. 
Well, great. I'm glad that I'm glad to hear they made that decision. What happened? Do you know the story behind it? Was the you know the, were the restaurants lobbying real heavily for this? How did this end up occurring? Um, people were basically the restaurants were selling foie gras um, and a piece of toast, or, uh, <laughs> or um, as a, you know, as a, as part of the main course. And right. Basically, instead of charging uh, fifty cents a buck for a, a piece of toast, they were charging forty bucks for it. Um, so wow. So calling it foie gras. Somebody did get arrested and charged. I'm not sure what happened to them. Um, but you know, it's been it's been uh, two years now. I think something. Like yeah, that. about that. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Well, see, the government cannot control the laws of supply and demand. They Certainly try, not. but they cannot they do, do it. They do try their best. I love that. That's a great right. story. It reminds me of uh, one of the wasn't a smoking ban. Yeah, it was. I think it was a Florida smoking ban. I'm not sure. Who knows? It was a smoking ban somewhere in America where uh, there were some restaurants that were getting around it by not putting prices. On their uh, no no it was the drinks uh, the drinks were very very high priced. What they would do would be the, the the restriction on the smoking ban was that you could allow smoking as long as you were selling less than fifteen percent of your your sales your your uh, your gross sales as long as less than fifteen percent was in food. So you had to do like eighty five percent drink sales or more in order to be able to allow smoking. So they and just so, give the food away. So they gave away the food and charged you know. 20 bucks for a drink or whatever. So you buy a drink and get a free meal, basically. So th- this reminds me of exactly what, uh, what happened there in Chicago, that the, the, uh, the marketplace finds a way around. It's awesome. Which is, yes, which is, shows that entrepreneurs can be very intelligent and can figure things out on their own. And um, so now... And it shows that people don't give a flip what the damn law says. They don't care. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't think that foie gras people are the most likely, the people that are going to go out and eat at a, at a restaurant serving foie gras, probably a pretty upscale place. You don't think that people like that necessarily are going to be kind of black market operators. But sure enough, they're more than happy to buy illegally. Just as much. And it means that you can't take your morality. Oh, my God, it's terrible what they do to these geese. You, know, you can't take your morality and shove it on somebody else. The only way you're ever going to get somebody to realize that the way that you treat your geese or whatever is immoral is by teaching them yep and it also is why the the marijuana is the number one cash crop in america in the world in the world there you go anything else tonight matt even even mayor daly was uh was in on this even he was saying this was the stupidest law he'd ever seen and this is lord uh lord governor mayor daly (laughs) yeah that's saying something authoritarian person in uh in our government saying that you know but, um, but it just goes to show, like you said, that uh, the market will find a way around. And uh, perhaps it's the first step toward a greater freedom for everybody. Perhaps next thing you know, we'll see uh, maybe in Illinois uh, medical marijuana being legalized or something Well, like that. you know, I, I appreciate the optimism. I think that, yeah, it's, 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 it's awfully optimistic. Illinois is, uh, is, is one, of those, one of the worst. It's one of those states you might as well cut free from the United States. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you see, a lot of it. God bless. A lot of this, <laughs> free, please. But a lot of this we comes to, from just ignorance. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I'm for it. I'm so happy that that's what's going on um, in, in Illinois. And, uh, you know, when it, with the next crazy tyrannical law that they pass, you won't be able to do anything about it because they've already taken your guns away. But I wonder so. if a factor was, I mean, sure, it's interesting the way that they were working around the law. But I wonder if another factor was that because this law specifically targeted the upper crust, the respectables, if you will, 
that that's the reason why it was repealed so quickly. I mean, prohibition of drugs has been going on for decades, but yet the right. foie gras prohibition... The fact prohibition, that that didn't work and that that's a stupid law doesn't seem to have mattered. Right. The foie gras prohibition disappears after two years because the upper crust respectables were inconvenienced by it, that's whereas right. uh, drug users, well, they aren't people, so they should just be thrown in prison oh, I was, cells. Yeah, I was just thinking the mayor probably wasn't denied foie gras. Yeah, exactly. That time. Good call, Matt. Thank you for the update. Appreciate hearing from you tonight. 800-259-9231. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Another FLDS update here from the Salt Lake Tribune. As you know, there were over 400 children stolen from their families by the Texas state government recently, about a month ago at this point. And the Salt Lake Tribune has an update. Children living in crowded quarters that led to upper respiratory illnesses. Mm. Youngsters plagued with diarrhea from unhealthy foods they usually did not eat. Distressed mothers enduring widespread rudeness, such as flashlights, shined in their faces as they tried to sleep. Mental health professionals who helped care for the FLDS... You know, I would never even thought about it, but I'll bet you they do a count... Uh, just like they do in prison. So they don't, leave, you know, they, yeah. they know who's there and who's right. left. In prison, they counted us oh eight, nine, ten times a day, just like money, because they're, you know, we're so valuable. And wow. I'll bet you <laughs> they do exactly the same thing at night. They, um, they would come around every hour and a half or every hour, depending um, where. Because you can get out of your cell at night. Well, night, I, I don't know. Night has this feeling of, uh, you know, cr- criminality to it. Okay. Y- they can't see as far. That much is true. Right. But uh, I, in all the time that I had been there, no one ever went over the fence. Mm. Um, they they escaped another way. Do they but, still smuggle files and cakes or anything? Yeah, you don't get any cake in prison. Sorry, uh, uh, the, right. the only cake you get is the one that the other convicts have made for you, and God knows what they did to it in the bakery. Got it. So uh, the rest of the story here: <laughs> mental health professionals who helped care for the FLDS women and children in the weeks after the April raid on the Yearning for Zion Ranch described conditions and treatment they perceived as harsh and unnecessary. We will explain what they're uh, what they are describing here in a few moments, and take your phone calls about whatever's on your mind. Plus, an email with an interesting viewpoint on the claim that the FLDS moms were on welfare. Our emailer thinks they weren't. Uh, we'll uh, come back with all that and more in your calls about anything. This is your show. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. The Sakel CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. And if you like the show, want to help support Free Talk Live, then go and become an amplifier at amp.freetalklive.com. It'll cost you all of three bucks a month. And the money actually comes in and gets reinvested into the show to help Free Talk Live get on more radio stations and help uh, bring new internet listeners on board and therefore spread the message of freedom and liberty as far and as wide as fast and as fast as possible. Uh, so get on board and get access to some perks like the uh, the AMP-only call-in lines, chat room, forum, and more. All the details are at amp.freetalklive.com. Did I mention the AMP-only call-in lines are now toll-free? Uh, so again, all the details, amp.freetalklive.com. If you're remodeling your kitchen or maybe a bathroom, you can uh, purchase knobs, Pulls, faucets, all at wholesale prices, and you can support a business that supports Free Talk Live. You can save 10% on your order by using code FTL at checkout. It's internobs.com. That's I-N-T-E-R-K-N-O-B-S.com. Internobs. It's friendly service, wholesale prices for knobs, pulls, and more at internobs.com. 800-259-9231. Continuing the story here from the Salt Lake Tribune about... The latest on the FLDS situation, uh, about a month ago, we've been, as of a month ago, we've been following this case on the show, 
there were uh, 400 plus youngsters that were stolen, kidnapped from their parents uh, in this FLDS so-called compound in Texas. And back when this initially occurred, talked about how tragic it was and how unnecessary and that these people should be left alone. They may be doing things that you would do differently, but that's okay. That's what freedom is all about, is the freedom for other people to live their lives in the way they want to live them as long as they aren't doing harm to others, as long as they aren't physically hurting other people or or violating their property in some way, then that's okay. Let them do that. Yeah, Didn't they take these people away supposedly to protect them? And yet it sounds like they're under more oppression now. Of course. Of course they are. I mean, that's what one of my questions was. Well, I wonder what the the treatment is going to be like for these kids. How are they going to be handled by the government? Because when they went and they raided uh, the the factory that we talked about at the very beginning of the show for the immigrants, they took them to essentially was the fairgrounds. And they hold them up there. Now, the FLDS kids got a little bit of a better treatment, but... Apparently not that much better. I mean, this is the government doesn't isn't known for being kind. Well, it's the government it, it's isn't not. Known. I mean, right. if you if you think the government's kind, you're mistaken. The government only has one way to enforce its will, and that is through aggression. According to mental health professionals who helped care for the FLDS women and children in the weeks after the April raid on the YFC ranch, they described the conditions and treatment they perceived as harsh and unnecessary. All in my life, or excuse me, never in all my life, and I'm one of the older ladies, have I been so ashamed of being a Texan and seeing what and how our government agencies treat people, wrote one employee of Hill Country Community Mental Health and Mental Retardation Center in an unsigned statement. She wasn't willing to put her name to that. Hmm. Wonder why. Hmm. Think she's frightened of possible retaliation? Uh, she'd be crazy not to. Frightened of a government that could take children away from their families based on nothing but a simple accusation? I think we forgot to mention that part about this whole case. They went in and stole 400 children because one phone call was made anonymously to a, uh, a women's shelter alleging abuse at the, the FLDS compound. That's why they went in. Well, and, you and use that word a, again, too. It was a fake. It, it was a fake call. Well, they've they've uh, now determined that. So it's not even a phone call alleging. At this point, we've determined that it was a fake call. But have they given the kids back? Nope. No. They got forms to fill out. They got people to process. They got charges to file. There could be polygamy going on there, and we don't know who this kid's daddy is. And it's a compound. Well, it did look like a compound. Yeah. So we'll give them that one. But that's okay. Oh, so what? You should be free to have a damn compound. It's America. I want to live in a cave, man. You should be free to do that, too. Some people do. And if your family wants to live there with you, that's their choice. God bless them. As long them. as you aren't forcing you and them. your five wives. As long as you aren't forcing <laughs> them to do something against their will. And as far as we can tell, none of these people on the FLDS uh, ranch were being forced to do anything. But the rest of the story here is Texas contracts with the Hill County to provide, or Hill, Hill County, the mental health center, to provide mental health services during disasters. Staff members met with the center's board of trustees, leaving them spellbound. The board has gathered nine written statements critical of child protective services. Chairman John Knight said he wants state legislators and the governor to hear the employees' stories because, oh, they're going to do something about it, right? If the governor hears these stories about how they're treating these children and these women, they're going to crack down and change everything, Yeah, right? Just like FEMA's so fundamentally different now. Sorry, that never happens. Whenever government is shown to be doing something terrible, whether it be the way they treated the survivors of uh, Hurricane Katrina or wh- how they're treating these FLDS kids or uh, 
the the military, the 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 awful conditions in the military hospitals. I mean, yeah. just name you can name off all kinds of recent examples of ex- where the government has been caught red-handed treating people like dirt. And all that ever happens is some because bureaucrat. That's what government does. Some bureaucrat comes in, you know, some high-ranking bureaucrat comes in, you know, saddles up to a podium and says, "We're uh, responsible is, here." That's right. I take We've full responsibility. We know you aren't taking full responsibility. If you were taking full responsibility, you'd be in the stocks in the center of town with people throwing tomatoes at you, being beaten with a cat of nine tails. Or you'd be paying restitution or something like that. But no, nothing ever Responsibility. Nothing ever it's changes. It's so stupid. By the way, here's some moldy trailers to live in. There you go. Oh, not just moldy, but uh, formaldehyde was one of the things that, one of the chemicals that was leaching out of like the glue or whatever it was that the, the trailer was made out of. The bonus. <laughs> so uh, so what, what always happens is some bureaucrat goes and takes the heat, whatever that means, they take responsibility, and they, they swear it won't happen again. We're going to change things here on this uh, bureaucracy. We're going to rearrange. We're going to reorganize. We're going to hire some new people, and uh, everything's going to be fine. Just trust us. Next time, we'll get it right. And then the next time, they don't get it right. And they reorganize, and they get more funding, and then... It's the same old process yeah, over if, and over But again. if only our team gets in the White House and in the Congress, then everything will be great. Oh, then everything will change, right? Because we've seen that work, right? Democrats, Republicans, replaced by Democrats and Republicans, and it's always the same. So, uh, so you know, the same old promises. They're going to the governor. They want him to hear the stories. But let's hear what they're going to tell here, because he says that you've damaged these children for their lives. This is an agency that looks like it's gone out of control. According yeah. According to a Texas CPS spokesbureaucrat, he acknowledged the allegations were very serious, and they are being investigated. <laughs> serious allegations? Who? I mean, it's, it's obvious what's going on here. It, they're being investigated, Mark. That's all we can I mean, we're investigating. And, of course, they'll investigate, and they'll find out, well, there might have been some mistakes made, and we're going to correct it. And but then no they'll talk about how, you know, but the, the good things that they right. did These in the kids process. aren't going to get their parents back, and the parents aren't going to be paid restitution. Right. I think the that, they, that we all need to come to that realization. These kids are not going back to this yearning for Zion doesn't compound. Doesn't seem likely. They're not going to be with their parents. This particular sect of this particular religion is busted up because the government because they're unpopular. It was as uh, comfortable as possible under the circumstances, said one of the bureaucrats. But you have to remember, it was a shelter, a temporary arrangement until it's we could. It's a shelter arrange- that they needed because the government came and got them. Right. They have homes. Yes, if they'd actually done some investigation and determined whether or not the call that was made from the alleged 16-year-old girl was actually true and actually did their homework and figured out if it was true, what her name was, who she was, identified her, and then went and specifically talked to her and then arrested the guy that she alleged had done something to her, they wouldn't have had this problem. But yeah, you're right, Mark. They had a situation because they created it. They chose this. And don't you love all the euphemisms they, they use? It reminds me of the Cultural Revolution in China. You know, they killed millions of people, innocent, unarmed people, because they disagreed with the government politically. They were liberating them. They were liberating them. Yes, mm. exactly. Liberating, liberating them, them from, from their, their bodies. bodies. Uh, the, the raid was triggered by a claim of abuse at the ranch, blah, blah, blah. Uh, not all the employees were criticized by uh, Hill Country. One young man was described as sitting for two hours, comforting a toddler separated from his mother. The Texas Rangers were respectful and polite. Wait, wait I, I absolutely believe that some of the people there at this uh, shelter... I believe that they care about these kids and they want to do the right thing. And the the fact that this guy did this and 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 comforted this child that's that's fabulous. But you know who should be there comforting this child? His mother. His mother. In fact, and a boy. I don't care how good or bad this particular treatment facility is. I can tell you, it's not as good as their parents.
parents. Yeah, it's the people that are the problem. And inevitably, in this bureaucracy, there will be some that care, but then there will be some that do things like this. A boy estimated at age three walked along a row of cots asking for someone to rock him after he was separated from his mother, one employee wrote. Two CPS workers trailed the youngster, taking notes, but not helping him. His brother, age eight, eventually took the child into his arms and sat with him in a rocking chair. Let me guess, those two people were probably working on their doctoral thesis. The little boy will always be in my mind, said the employee. How can a beautiful, healthy child be taken from a healthy, loving home and forced into a situation like that right here in America, right here in Texas? How? Because you keep paying property taxes. It's easy. The government just went in and did it. Because they've got the guns. Right, and because you keep obeying and letting them go in and do this. If people had stopped participating, if people stopped cooperating, then everything would change. But it keeps happening because you let it. More on the way. Hour three's coming up. 800-259-9231. There's some more interesting allegations, outrageous allegations about how these young people were treated by the uh, government goons. More coming up. You take control. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into hour number three of the show. You can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. Last hour, we started a story, and it's worth finishing, so go ahead and recap it for you here. Uh, the story is from the Salt Lake Tribune. It's an update on the FLDS situation from the Yearning for Zion Ranch in Texas. As you may know, about a month ago, Texas bureaucrats came in with their guns and their tanks. They had one tank. Anyway, they came in with their SWAT team, and they stole over 400 children, kidnapped 400 children from their parents, and took them off into a holding facility where they, at one point, uh, their, their mothers were allowed to accompany their kids. And I believe the only reason for that was because they had so many kids, they didn't have enough bureaucrats to deal with the situation. Because normally when CPS comes in somewhere, they take one or two kids from a household. In this case, they were taking 400 at once. So they allowed the moms to come in. Then once they got the kids settled in their holding facility, they then kicked the mothers out, unless the mothers had children that were under the age of, like, 12 months or something like that. So they've kicked most of the moms out at this point, and now the stories are starting to come out about how these kids are being treated. What are the conditions that they're living in? And this is, uh, according to Hill Country Community Mental Health, who is contracted with the Texas state government to uh, to provide them services during disasters. They were brought in in this particular case, and I guess it is appropriate to call this a disaster, what they've done to these people's lives mm. and freedom. But let's get a little bit, uh, let's get a look into what happened to some of these kids here. They They pointed out that certainly some of the CPS workers were nice, at least a couple of them were noted as being nice, but overall they had quite negative things to say. A boy who was estimated at age three was walking along a row of cots asking for someone to rock him after he was separated from his mother. Two CPS workers trailed the youngster, so they knew what he was looking for, and they took notes, but they didn't help him. 
His brother eventually took the child into his arms and sat with him in a rocking chair. The employee wrote, The little boy will always be in my mind. How can a beautiful, healthy child be taken from a loving, healthy home and forced into a situation like that right here in America, right here in Texas? How? Because they do, and they can, and you don't do anything about it. And, and because they have no responsibility, because of... Uh Nothing will happen to them. Sovereign immunity. Politicians are never, and bureaucrats are never held responsible for what they do. So these people that came in, the 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 police that busted into this compound and broke up these families, um, you know, they they were the front line of this. They could have said, you know, a a guy on that crew could have said, you know what, I'm not going to do it. This isn't right. I'm going home. Now he'd just be one guy, and he'd likely be fired. Um, at at the very least, maybe he'd get uh, his union would give him a, a hearing or something like that. But what if the whole squad did it? You mean refuse to what follow if they, the orders? Yeah, what if they refused to, to follow the orders? And now, you know, the, the politicians just continue to do, to do it, continue to do it. Maybe these CPS workers that are following this little boy around who just wanted to be rocked by somebody, maybe they were ordered not to touch the children. You know, I've heard, But what if they did it anyway? I've heard stories from friends and acquaintances who have worked in, you know, uh, the Department of Forestry, different things, that for at least 15 years now, these a lot of these people who are bureaucrats or so-called law enforcement have been subtly um, profiled to see if they'll follow illegal orders. Really? And the ones who won't eventually get out because they can, they've can they seen the writing on the wall. And this, yeah. is, this is more widespread, I think, than people think. Yeah, that's an interesting point because they don't want people... We've seen evidence, uh, for instance, police departments testing their applicants and rejecting those that are too smart. They have a certain IQ range that if you go beyond it, you know, if you score over 100 or something, or 120, I, f- I forget what the number was. It was a department in New York State. But if you're too smart for the department, you're not allowed to be a cop. There you go. Because you are probably more likely to question these bad orders. And to think for yourself. Exactly. And that's not what they want. They want somebody that's unquestioning, somebody who's loyal, somebody who will just follow whatever it is they're told to do. Anyway, mothers who initially were allowed to stay with their children were later required to leave if their child was older than 12 months. Describing that day, one of the employees wrote, The floor was literally slick with tears in places. After the separation, a baby was allegedly left in a stroller with no food and water for 24 hours and ended up in a hospital, according to another statement. Now, the bureaucrat says, We don't believe that's the case, but we're checking into that. Several of the employees stated they don't condone polygamy or the alleged abusive treatment of children, but they added the FLDS mothers were not silent or hostile, as CPS had warned they would be. Instead, they were polite, focusing on caring for their children and willing to establish relationships, said the mental health workers. What? You mean these women aren't antisocial monsters? They're not participating in the raping of their own children? (sighs) What a shock, huh? Yeah. These women actually love their kids. And they've been—they've had them ripped away from them by the state government. You know, it's, you know, too. What's absurd is—is is they're saying that children under one year can stay with their mother. What about the two-year-olds and three-year-olds and four-year-olds? Aren't they attached to their mothers too? It's an arbitrary number. Yeah, it's it's, it's like crazy. These kids are traumatized by this. Several writers claim CPS workers repeatedly lied to the mothers regarding where they were going to be moved to and other issues. The bureaucrat said he disputed that. The state has asserted the FLDS mothers were uncooperative with authorities, such as providing inaccurate or changing information about names or ages. Oh, that uncooperative word again. See, it's okay for the state to lie to you, but for you to lie to their agents, that's apparently unacceptable. Yeah. Because the police are allowed to lie in, in the course of an investigation. They sure they are. They can get a suspect to uh, you know, admit to something or something like that. They're allowed to lie. 
But if you lie to them, it's against the law. I wonder why that is. So we'd love to hear from you on this if you've got comments. Uh, it's just the first round of allegations that have come out about this. We've yet to actually hear anything from the mothers themselves. Uh, they, they did mention that they didn't appreciate what was happening, and they went and they begged the governor to do something about it. But again, and that's what th- this organization is doing. They're going and they're taking this to the governor. They're taking this to the state legislators and the governor because, well, I guess they're the head of the gang, so they're trying to appeal to the, the mob boss, essentially, to see if he'll grant <laughs> them some sort of... Uh, Pardon. It, I, I suppose it's possible. At this point, what do you do about the uh, the 460-something kids that were taken out of this compound? What do you do? I mean, are the parents going to get do? them? It seems like the parents aren't going to get them back. To me, it seems like they're – my prediction is they're not going back. See, the governor would know what to do, but it's the wrong state. <laughs> Terminate them. All More you can do up. is go beg the bureaucrats uh, to give the children back or, or something like that, to try to put the pieces back the way they should be, and uh, – admit that they were wrong and it seems unlikely to me but it's either that or try to kill people with a bunch of guns and i don't see that happening yeah. i don't see it working i don't see you getting kids the are kids gone. back the kids are gone you don't yeah. know where they are they've taken them to foster homes it could be anywhere at this yeah. point i mean I, there, there there was no time in this in in this particular instance for guns one thing when for the guys certain. came in with the when the troopers came in do you think that any of these people knew they were coming in i mean they have always have the uh the the surprise on their side so they didn't know they were coming in suddenly boom 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 doors blow and you know locks are blown apart and mm-hmm. that kind of thing got a bunch of guys probably hundreds of guys in uh, black army outfits with their faces blacked out and mp5s bust in what are you going to do grab the shotgun and I try can... to fight these guys you're just going to go down in a you're hail of die. bullets and you're never going to see your kids and, and likely um, yeah you're not going to see your your kids likely the bullets are going to go through houses and um, hurt other people that you love you, you, you won't even get one of them. So, what do you do, right? What do you do? Well, I would suggest not cooperating. Unfortunately, the FLDS moms are cooperating because they've been told that that's the only way they're ever going to see their kids again is if they obey and if they jump through whatever hoops the state puts out in front of them. But I'm not optimistic. I'm not we'll keep, either. We'll keep an eye on the case here. We need to go to your phone calls. It's Jeremy in Kalispell, Montana, listening on KGEZ. Hello, Jeremy. Hello, guys. Great, great evening to you. We're uh, on flood protection. Up. Sounds like a great evening Government there in Montana. Night. What's going on with you tonight, dude? Oh well, um, you know, maybe. Do you have any beliefs in karma, Ian or Mark? Oh, absolutely, way? sure. I, I don't think well, there's um, any way that you can't that you can do a bunch of bad things without bad things happening to you. I, well, I personally you, believe you, the, the universe was set up like that and created like that. I, you know, some people would think I was well, crazy. Well, you remember. Hello. Jeremy? You, you remember Brigham Young and Joseph Smith, right? Yeah. Never met them. I mean, I know well, that. Um, they, they were the originators of the so-called LDS church or mm-hmm. Mormons true. or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. And um, way, way back when, they used to rob trains and kill Indians. Wow. I didn't know that. Their tribes, and maybe this is part of their karma coming back. That doesn't. On. I don't. I don't think I, that makes sense. I wouldn't think that a fair and just it, God would. Yeah, uh, I don't think karma visit punishment on. Suck it up. Yeah, I don't think Suck karma can come back on your family members for things you've done. Thanks for the call. More coming up. You take control. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live.
This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. Sickle CAI toll-free line. Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. The features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us, including the archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, just get them free right there on the front page of the website for your downloading convenience at freetalklive.com. The Free State Project's Porcupine Freedom Festival is better known as Porkfest. It's happening June 9th through the 15th at Porkfest. You'll be able to see firsthand why Ron Paul loves New Hampshire and its activists and meet hundreds of individuals who, like you, cherish liberty and are living the goal of liberty in our lifetime. Discover new freedoms, new communities, and new beginnings. Register today at porkfest.com. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. And Free Talk Live will be broadcasting live from Porkfest. Uh, we'll be there three nights Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Three glorious nights. I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. It's going to be a, a great time and uh, lots of stuff to do during the daytime. Lots of interesting people to meet. I'm sure many of them we we'll, we will have already met in uh, prior iterations of Porkfest and uh, the Liberty Forum, two events that the Free State Project puts on. It's a lot of fun to get together with people that you don't have to explain your belief system to. Yeah, <laughs> it really is great. <laughs> You know, it's not a it's not a constant battle with uh, people that think that they know better how to live your life or anything like that. It's just there's still going to be debates just nice. because there's oh, still yeah. differences between people. At least they're not going to hand you a McCain uh, brochure or something. <laughs> that's, yeah, and that's pretty unlikely. Besides all that, it's a really great campground. Uh, you, you, yeah, it's good. You know, you can take your family there and have a great time. Yeah. They'll be safe as they could possibly be. They'll have a wonderful time. They're safe because the they're free staters around. Right. I relish any opportunity to sleep in my car. <laughs> you're gonna sleep in your car? Sure, I'm gonna sleep That's in the tent. That's not camping, man. What are you gonna do? You put the seat back and I open the back and put this little tent attachment. I can put on the back of the thing. Oh, okay, that's yeah. a little better. I was gonna say you're gonna bring kids, right? What's that? Don't you have kids? You're gonna bring yeah, them? Yeah, I'm not gonna bring them all. Oh, okay. I need some peace. I got you. All right, get uh, get out to the forest by yourself, Wayne. Little uh, time alone, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's a good time. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Chris is on the line in Japan. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Chris. Hello, guys. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, before bringing, bringing my topic, I just wanted to bit a, a feedback about the the book uh, called Market for Liberty. The Market for Liberty, uh, which is, by the way, I've got a new URL to give out to people thanks to uh, Dennis Goddard, book.freetalklive.com. Usually I give out book.freekeen.com, but book.freetalklive.com will now get you to the free downloadable Market for Liberty audiobook and also PDF version as well. So how would you feel about it? Yes, I would like to thank you, thanking you for sharing that. It's very, it was very useful and enlightening. Excellent. Glad and, you enjoyed. Uh, it. I would like to bring in tonight the uh, about the, the the free market protection for uh, our environment. Okay. I would like to know how like free market can handle that that kind of protection because I give you one one example. Sure. Uh, let's imagine that there's a, a factory uh, near my house and there's a polluting polluting air or uh, or just my grass or my vegetables or whatever. Sure. And uh, I just hire the, the free market protection is a uh, hire some kind of organization, private or whatever, to complain or take to the, the factory to the court. Is that is that it? Yeah, that would essentially be the idea. If uh, if you've got a case, you can show that the factory is somehow polluting your property. Then, yeah, you'd take them to arbitration, and you'd and the arbitrator would hear your case, and they'd make a decision. Yeah, free market system is rooted in, in strong property rights, which we don't have now, and that's one of the missing components to protect the environment in, in a free market system. 
Chris? I just wanted to talk about the cost that, uh, for example, if the if I win with against the factory, it, it will benefit the whole community. So I just wonder if it's fair to have someone pay paying for all the costs for uh, an individual paying for all for all the costs against a factory when when the whole whole community will benefit from it. Well, it wouldn't. The whole community would benefit in the sense that the factory wouldn't be polluting any longer. But um, if if you know the the whole community being you and me and and Ian, well, if my land and Ian's land, if we can't prove pollution, then I guess we really haven't been hurt. If only you can prove pollution, then you have a case against the company. Do you know what I mean? Well, the company would pay – if you won, then the company would have to pay the cost of the arbitration, and the only way they'd be able to make that back up is if they raised the prices of their products, for instance, uh, you know, or took some money out of the bank account. Yeah. Um, and then in the future, they would change the way they did business because then if they kept polluting in the same way they were polluting, they would continue to open themselves up to more lawsuits and possibly end up having to shut down their business. So, yeah, it, it would benefit everybody. Not everyone would get a direct payment – for uh, for pollution because while well, they hadn't showed their land was polluted, but if you've got a bunch of people that can show they've had their land uh, polluted, then the company would have to pay all of them. And right, that's, and that's the incentive for that company not to pollute because, in the first place. Yeah, because if you win, then your neighbors see that you won and you got the settlement, and they're all going to pile on and do it too. And then that company is not going to be able to sustain all these lawsuits. They'll go out of business or they'll be forced to move away. Okay, what if I can't start the court? The, the court fees and paying all the costs for the starting all this stuff. That's okay. In the uh, the marketplace system, as in some cases today, you can have a you can find someone who will uh, represent you, who's willing to do it on speculation essentially. Who you know you show them, look, here's the evidence. They're polluting my land, and they say, hell yeah, we'll take this case. And then they go and they file all the things that you need to file, and you know they'll cover whatever. The cost probably up front wouldn't be very much. It's after the fact. Right. Uh, it's when the decision comes down that whoever loses is at that point responsible for whatever costs were incurred in the investigation and, uh, and in, the, in the arbitration as well. There's also some test equipment you can probably put on your property to measure the amount of this substance that's coming in and, and making you sick, let's say, because you have to prove an injury. So uh, maybe somebody in your damage. household... Or damage, right. So if you can prove that this toxic substance is in your lawn... It doesn't cost that much to have these things tested for toxicity. Especially if you've got some, you know, legal eagle or whatever who's ready to cash in on the deal. He's going to, they're going to do this stuff on spec because it's going to make them look good. Hey, you. That's, that's how they do the, right. uh, the, the, the personal injury business in this state, in, in, in the United States. The, the, you know, attorneys take it on spec. Because, because then they get to crow about how they're the, the attorney that, you know, took out the big corporation or whatever. And they're the attorney fighting for the little guy or, you know, in the same way that car corporations crow about how they're the, the highest safety rating. These... Yeah, John Edwards made a career out of that. Does that make sense, Chris? Yes. So it's like the, the company will be condemned to pay, for, for example, a million dollar, and this, this, this amount of money will be paid to the attorney or organization who will defend me on the first, the first step to the court, right? Is that it? Well, you, you, actually, the, um, the, the court would rule in your favor, so you would get the check, but you would have a contract with the attorney that is representing you that says, um, you know, basically, if, if you represent me and take me all the way through this and, you get a settle, and we get a settlement, I'll give you half or a third or a quarter or something like that. So right. then you're responsible contractually to, <coughs> excuse me, to sign that check 
get it cashed, and then the lawyer will give you 75% or 66% or 50%, whatever it was that you uh, contracted on. Hope that made it clear, Chris. Any other thoughts? Thank you very much, sir. Thank you for the call, sir. 800-259-9231. Now, he went through that entire book and came up with uh, with, with that little bit. You know, I mean, in, in a, what's obviously a different language for him. I mean, he's got, he's a smart guy who's good, thinking about these yeah, things. Yeah, good questions. Uh, and, uh, you know, a lot of people have commented on the book. They, uh, they've they said great things about it. I recommend it. That's why I turned it into an audio book. So go to book.freetalklive.com and download a copy for yourself. There's also a good follow-up to that book regarding the environment in Mary Ruart's book. Oh, that's an excellent book as well. More coming up. You can take control. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free. But if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up anything via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features there are free. So enjoy those, including the wiki. You can get interactive and create pretty much whatever you want. It's like a listener-editable version of our website. Go to wiki.freetalklive.com. That's wiki. WIKI.freetalklive.com. It's another fad diet, really, the answer to losing your extra pounds? How about working out and eating right? Are they no longer working to help you lose weight? If you can relate to that, then go read the story of a doctor who lost 37 pounds in one month and he's kept it off. You can see the actual before and after pictures and read his story at notfatanymore.com. Uh, not a friend of mine did this and uh, he lost 30 pounds in, in a month and uh, he's continuing to lose. Notfatanymore.com. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. We go to your phone calls. Brendan in Texas. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Uh, hey, in Mark and Guard. Uh, how are you guys? Doing? Actually, uh, it's Wayne. It's tonight. Wayne tonight. Oh, I'm I'm very sorry. It's sorry. No problem. What's Be, on your mind? Um, Being mistaken for Guard uh, is not necessarily a I bad thing. I wanted to uh, call in about uh, monopolies and go for uh, it. specifically about uh, the ESRB game rating system. Um, I was listening to uh, you guys show uh, a week or two ago talking about Grand Theft Auto. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, me and a buddy of mine had a conversation about um, how the rating system is just ridiculous when it comes to rating, uh, you know, video games. How Grand Theft Auto is rated M, right? Mm -hmm. And it's rated M for um, it's it's a it's a game about crime, so drugs and sex and all of that. That stuff is standard Grand Theft Auto. Language, violence, yeah. Right. While in uh, another M game, um, any take uh, m- the majority of the shooters, take a uh, Halo or Call of Duty, uh, you'll get blood and um, you'll get uh, at worst, you know, uh, an F bomb thrown around every once in a while. Okay. But the, see, the the thing is, is that it's very misleading. You know, it's uh, these games aren't um, as bad as the ESRB makes them out to be by pooling them all in the same uh, rating, right? So you could and get, it, um, you could buy Halo, and that's is that M Halo? I don't know. Uh, yes, it's, it's okay. rated M. Well, it's only 
for blood and language. So and um, you could get Halo, and you would be sort of a parent could say, oh, I've checked out Halo, and it's rated M, and uh, this Grand Theft Auto can't be any worse than Halo because it's M. It's M. But when, in fact, yeah. Grand Theft Auto is, you know, could be considered far worse by people. It's, yeah, and it's the, the, the only reason that is is because um, there's only one rating system. And that's the ESRB. And uh, me and my friend pointed out that if there were, say, more uh, uh, companies, uh, more you know, rating companies, I guess uh, giving different ratings, it'd be it'd be a lot uh, it'd be a lot easier for them to be uh, honest. Well, first that. of all, I don't think it's necessarily accurate to label the ESRB, the Electronic Software Ratings Board. Uh, I believe that's what it stands for. I don't think it's fair to uh, to label them as a monopoly. I'd, I'd be interested in seeing how you wouldn't think they're a monopoly. Well, you can go out and create your own other ratings boards. You could make the argument that they are a market monopoly in that no one else has bothered to go and create another ratings organization. I mean, you tonight, Brandon, would be able to start your own ratings organization if you wanted to. You could start one right now. Brandon's Rating Group, BR, the BRG. And uh, you could contact the the different software publishers and try to get them to put your rating label on their their products. But I think what you're dealing with is an industry group. You're dealing with a group of uh, a, a business group that, first of all, was formed only because the government was threatening to regulate the industry. That's why the ESRB was formed in the 1990s to put ratings on games on a so-called voluntary basis to avoid being regulated by the federal government. Well, Mark, uh, Ian, uh, wouldn't I have to uh, uh, have to jump through uh, a billion ho- uh, hoops to uh, you know start my own uh, business like that? Well, to be uh, able to um, no, you know. not really. I mean, the the hoops you'd have to the biggest hoop would be getting them to agree that your rating is worth putting on their games. Yeah, I don't I mean, think that it's 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 not actually a government uh, instituted monopoly in the, in that respect. I have to agree with Ian. I, you know, much as I hate doing that crap, they're um, not charging for they're not charging any any consumers for their services either. So it's it's just like a it's just a board. It's uh, it's an industry group in the same way that uh, the indus- various different industries have groups that meet together and they decide on things. Uh, for instance, uh, the USB ports that you have on your computer that was created by an industry group. Uh, where they, you know, they all agreed that okay, we like this. This is good. We're going to utilize it in our products. And and I don't know what are what the different processes are that these different groups go through to make these decisions. But that's what they are. They they're not really out there charging necessarily for products and services. Although the USB group does charge a licensing fee to companies that want to use the USB uh, ports on on their units. But the companies aren't forced to use the USB um, ports, so they don't have to go through and buy those products if they don't want to. So none of these industry groups, I don't think, really fall into the category of monopoly. Though, again, if you wanted to really press the issue, I suppose you could say it is a market-based monopoly because because they're the only ones that are are doing that exact thing. But even that's not really accurate, because there are other uh, organizations out there that rate games. Just because the ratings aren't slapped on the box doesn't mean that games aren't getting rated. I mean, for instance, you can go, if you're, you know, somebody who's really concerned about violence in games, you can go to Christian-oriented websites, and you can get very detailed descriptions of things that that go on in in games. Uh, They will give you their own rating. And... uh, 
this is in the same way that different uh, movie reviewers in newspapers around the country review movies. There are video game reviewers that work for various different game magazines and and uh, and even you know major mainstream magazines that that review video games and they put their opinion of the game in print. So. I don't think you can at all really categorize the ESRB as being a monopoly because the industry could decide to go in a different direction and games, game companies could decide to leave the ESRB rating off in favor of some other rating should they want to, but they don't because uh-huh. the, ESB, the ESRB has been out there for so long making a name for itself and, and it's done a lot of work to, uh, to get integrated into the industry. Certainly not perfect. Right. It's not to say you couldn't go in and, and compete. You can if you want. And if you did, you would likely make it better in some way, but you would also probably go broke in the process. Right, but is there <laughs> enough money to make it worthwhile to do that? I, I hope we've addressed your issue. You know, it's a great thought, and I'm glad that people are out there thinking like that. Sure. That, that these, are, these are the kind of thoughts that I want uh, percolating in people's minds. There you go. Any other thoughts tonight, sir? Just real quick, I wanted to know if I could get you guys uh, down here in uh, Houston, Houston, Texas. Over On the here. radio? Right. Uh, you can always go to affiliates.freetalklive.com anytime to see our current list of radio affiliates. But uh, we are not in the Houston metro. We only have one station in Texas, and that's in a little place called Cameron, uh, KTAE in Cameron. But you can call the uh, the talk stations there in Houston and ask them to carry us. You I'm sure can. I can assure you they've heard from us. Oh, well, it's probably been a while since I've called one of the, the Houston stations. But uh, but what you should do is go to Local Fact. That's L-O-C-A-L, Local Fact, F-A-Q, localfact.freetalklive.com. And there's a there's some instructions in there as to exactly what to do to contact your local stations. And if you post a message, there's a, there actually is already I'm pretty sure a Houston uh, thread in the local forum on the BBS because we have we have 50 different sub forums on our BBS, one for each state in America. And you can you can actually go in there and get the contact information for your local stations. And if if there's not a thread for your area, start one, and I'll go in there and I'll fill in the details that are necessary for you, whatever you need to know about who to contact. And believe it or not, making a phone call can really make a difference. It so, absolutely does. I, I managed a radio station, and, and it mattered to me when people called and told me what they thought, especially if they were nice. And, you know, worst comes to worst, put up your own transmitter. Not that I would advocate that people do that sort of thing, right, but right. thanks for the call tonight, dude. We certainly appreciate it. 800-259-9231, though we do want to get on the uh, the stations. I mean, that's what we're working towards. That's what we're we're building towards. We've got over 30 at this point. More coming on all the time. Got a big announcement for a station coming up here at the end of this month, and we'll probably have a handful of other stations to announce in between now and then. So more coming up. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. Even in these remaining moments, just enough time for your call. This is Free Talk Live. The only moments remain. Maybe enough time for your call if you make it right now. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line for you. Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. And if you like the show, you enjoy the fact that we give you all the features on the website for free, then support Free Talk Live by shopping with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. You enter Amazon through that link, and Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. So whatever it is you buy, whether it be a downloadable item or gift certificate or some item from one of their 41 categories of products, Amazon selection is huge. It's the brands you know and love and at the prices you can afford free super saver shipping on a whole bunch of items, too. They've got groceries now, by the way. I mean, really, they've got almost everything. So Amazon.freetalklive.com. 
Retail Clive gets a cut. You get the stuff you need. What could be better? We continue with your phone call. Sam in Texas on the amp line. Hey, guys. Is this Sam, Sam Houston? unusual topic for you tonight. Um, I've lived in my neighborhood for about seven years, and I'm in the middle of a big city. And, you know, over the, over the years, I would see rabbits running around every now and then. But in the last, like, year or two, I just I see them all the time. They're, they've, they're becoming prolific where I can see four or five just on a walk around the block. No, that's kind of nice to be able to see rabbits until they start becoming a pest. Well, did you know that, yeah. that rabbit can be substituted in many recipes that call for chicken? I didn't know that, no. And, I, you know, I have a lot of gardens. I have a vegetable garden, an herb garden and stuff, and mm. I figure they're in there eating at my plants and produce and stuff. Pretty, have you pretty seen, likely. Have you seen evidence of that? I don't really know what to look for. Um, nibbling. I would look for nibbling. <laughs> yeah, there were some. I didn't know if it was the birds or if it was rabbits, because there's birds that will get in and eat some of the stuff as well. Uh, but anyway, yesterday I'm sitting in my study and I see two of them right in the front yard and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get them. Yeah. So I went and got a BB gun and, uh, you know, there was one in my front yard. The other one was a little ways away. I shot it and it ran about 10 feet and then it dropped in the grass. Oh, you hit uh-huh. it just right then. And, uh, yeah, well, the other one was standing there like, well, you know, Jewel. Come on, Jewel, run. What are you doing? (laughs) Come on, honey. See if you can make it for the finish line. This is a really tough, tough thing to do, by the way. Reminds me of Bambi. (laughs) I felt like I had just killed Bambi. I'm serious. (laughs) Yeah, I bet you did. (laughs) I the animal, and I'm like, I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, So I'm calling to... uh, to find out if you guys have a good recipe for, like, rabbit stew or anything. What uh, do I do with this carcass in my refrigerator? I would, uh, I would look up Hassenpfeffer on the, uh, on the Internet and uh, go from What's there. What's that? It's it's a rabbit dish, and it's the only rabbit dish I know of. I was going to say, how do you know about <laughs> rabbit dishes? Haven't you watched Bugs Bunny? Yeah. Hassenpfeffer. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. There's also a book by Ted Nugent, the uh, rocker, called Kill Em and Grill Em. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, nice. I will definitely look forward to the day when meat can be grown, you know, in a lab somewhere, and it's delicious and tasty, and we don't have to... We could just kill off all the animals then, and they won't run around and eat our vegetables. I don't know what the answer is, Mark. There isn't. It wasn't fun skinning it, though. God, it must have been tough. I totally would have had the same problems. I don't think I would have bothered with the whole skinning part. I think if I had a hole and thrown him in. Yeah, I'd have just disposed of it. At that point, you feel some kind of, like, you have to make some kind of penance. You've killed the animal, so now what do you do? Well, the right thing to do is eat it. I had to make use of it. Otherwise, I I just would have felt horrible. So, yeah, I got to cook it. How did you have a BB gun? Why did I have one? Yeah, well, yeah. Did you buy a BB gun? Growing up on the farm, we always had two or three BB guns. 22s are better for killing small animals, yeah, though. Yeah, but you can't really shoot that in city weather. The city, yeah. People yeah. are going to notice. I got both of them then. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. My, my wife and kids and I have volunteered at this local farm here in Keene. It's called the Stonewall Farm. And one of the classes they had was, was, was chickens and how to kill chickens humanely, and you can hypnotize them. <laughs> really? you just put your, yeah, you put your, head, your hand over the top of them, you get them relaxed, and then you take your finger and you make a line in the sand perpendicular to their, their, their nose, or actually uh, right 
in the sand. Nose in the sand, and it hypnotizes them. Just keep on going over and, and over the you line. Just keep going over and over, and the thing just stares at it and goes. Uh, it gets in a daze, <laughs> and then you, you just put a knife right through the roof of its mouth, and you feel hear a pop, and they're gone. And there's no stress hormones. It's just really simple. So there are, are humane ways to do it because you got to eat meat. I mean, meat comes from animals. It doesn't come from the supermarket. So the reality is, if you want meat, that's how it's killed. And if you kill it humanely, supposedly, a lot of people say that when you don't evoke the stress hormones in an animal and you kill. It, uh, it, it's healthier meat. I, I would Wayne, agree. You that. know some of the strangest stories. In <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That is some strange stuff. Yeah. Only free talk live. There you go. Sam, any other thoughts tonight? That's it, guys. Have a good night. Thanks for the call. 800 259 9231. Do we have time to get your email in here, Mark? Do I, I want to hear more about hypnotizing chickens. Property tax email. I'm going to see if I can uh, whip it out here real quick. Let's see. Uh, this is from Carrie. Just turned on Tuesday's show. You guys are talking about how. About not standing up, and uh, we're really depressed the last few days. Our na- next-door neighbor told us the other day that he'd gotten his new tax assessment for his property. He's a quiet man, uh, very reserved. He was red in the face and could hardly breathe, telling us how much they'd increase the value of his home. This man has been trying to sell his home for about two years at 30, listen to this, Ian, at $30,000 less than our county just assessed it. Wow. He's been trying to sell it for two, two years, years. Thirty grand less. Uh, we just got ours yesterday. The value of our home has risen about $20,000 in one year. Mm. Houses aren't going up $20,000 nope. anywhere in America uh, this year, according to local bureaucrats. Since we moved into the house in 2003, it's increased by a total of 30% by their standards. <laughs> the housing market continues to die. Mortgages can't be uh, gotten. Food prices here in Texas have reached frightening levels. Gas is barely affordable. It's almost Yet- 4 bucks now here in mm-hmm. Keene. Kill them and grill them. Our government raises our taxes, not just a little bit, but to keep from uh, stirring an already boiling pot, but to an outrageous amount. We're not paying it. What? We're going to protest it and do whatever we have to do to fight it with our um, to fight along with our neighbor. Maybe you guys oh, can wow. address this issue in the show sometime. And what comes after? What are some of the options if we're denied by these scumbags? Well, you're going to have your house stolen from you, most likely. In most places around the country, they're going to take your house. We most talked times, about this last if you night. dispute your property tax bill, you'll get some kind of relief. Well, I thought she said she wasn't going to pay. Well, they're not going to pay it unless, but they're they're. Are they going to pay some taxes? They're going to pay their old bill, like the bill from last year. They're just not going to pay this bill. But she says they're not going, going to pay. To protest it and do whatever we have to do to fight it along with our neighbor. If you're protesting, I thought it said she's not going to pay. It says, we're not paying it. Okay, so they are going to pay. In her world, not paying means we're not paying this bill. Or the in increase. your world, not paying taxes means I'm not paying these guys anything. I'm totally of the opinion that what Carrie's saying here is she's not paying this bill until the bill comes back with some amount that she can agree with. I see. Okay. Okay. Um, well, they have a, usually they have an abatement process that you can mm-hmm. go through, and here it means they send a bureaucrat out, and he comes in and actually looks inside your house, which is pretty disturbing and I think pretty anti-freedom. And you know, then they come up with a new arbitrary number to uh, to assess your house at, and you accept that, and then you pay them that. So maybe that's what they'll do. Maybe uh, if she's going to do it with her neighbor, then that gives her a little bit more clout than she would have had doing it alone. Yeah, yeah, that's it's it's a good thing, but I I don't think that the the County's likely to feel any pressure from two people saying, "Look, we're not paying no. our taxes until we get some kind of, uh, you know, relief here." But not very likely. But it's something she could. I mean, it, what I would recommend if you're going to go down this road, uh, do what I would do and what I'm considering doing, and that is publicize what you're doing, make it into an issue, contact 
your local newspaper, your local television stations, your local talk radio stations, heck, even the uh, you know the music stations with morning shows. Contact anybody with access to uh, blogs, whatever you can do to get people to pay attention to why it is you've decided to not pay taxes. Otherwise, you're going to be a total unsung hero, and no one's going to, no one but you and your neighbors are going to know when the government comes around to take your houses from you. So the reporters at the local newspaper are looking for stories like this. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get some kind of coverage. I don't know if it'll be. It, it's never exactly what you want because somebody else is telling the story, not you. And they have to, you know, look unbiased. So, you know, those those kind of things. Happen. Let me finish with this. Um, what, what are some of the options if we're denied by these scumbags? If we refuse, we're not only going to lose our property, but our credit is ruined, too. Right. Hell, we can live in a tent and go out, um, go out of uh, grip these thugs. But. Can they ding your credit for not paying taxes? I don't know that that's the answer. Uh, I don't know if that's, if that's so. I can't imagine that's so. Uh, hey, if but, you're not paying your mortgage, well, your credit's going to get hurt. Right. They take the house and then, yeah, that can't, that can't be good. And likely, yeah, I mean, what are you going to pay the mortgage on? You don't have a house to live in. Yeah. Do the, does the mortgage get voided if they steal your house from you? Are they going to pay the mortgage company off? Uh, likely, your bank will put pressure on you before you ever get to the point where they, they take the house. Well, the bank is the first lien holder. So what happens, they take the house, they sell it. The first lien holder gets the money, and any other proceeds probably go to them for back taxes. I see. Is there more to the email? Go ahead. Yeah, um, we can um, choose to buy another house one day. But if we uh, but if we choose to, are we trapped here as slaves to these people? Do we have any choice because they have a mortgage on it, and it's probably a pretty high one. Uh, they got it in 2003. Yeah, I don't like the idea of protesting property taxes while while having a mortgage. I don't like that. Well, idea. I think that she should dispute it and yeah. you know stand in concert with the neighbor and contact, and contact the media. Po- contact the media and create a blog for yourself to where the media can go to to look for updates and to where other people can be pointed to go to read for yourself what you have to say. We'll see you tomorrow night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com.